As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. If you are having a bad day at work, I can help. Hi, this is Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair. We just expanded to Cottleville and St. Peter's and are looking for qualified automotive and auto body technicians that would want to work in a climate-controlled environment. That's right. We offer a fully climate-controlled, air-conditioned and heated facility in both Cottleville and St. Peter's. Visit us at CompleteAB.com. If it's not perfect, it's not complete. Others can't compete with Complete Auto Body. Bad and service. Oh, yeah, and service. He fixed the car. <laughs> Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 Finder online at experience-re.com. So are you ready to be the grill master this summer? Well, look no further than Pixie Dust Seasoning. Our custom seasoning blends will take your barbecue to the next level. With nine different blends to choose from, you will have the perfect flavors for any meat or veggie. And the best part is our seasonings are low sodium and healthy, so you can indulge guilt-free. Whether you're hosting a big party or just cooking a late-night dinner, Pixie Dust Seasoning is the secret ingredient that you would thank us for. So head on over to our site at www.pixiedustseasoning.com to see our store locator, and I'm sure we'll have a store near you. And when you visit the site, be sure to use the code name VIC so they know you came from CancelThisShow.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome in. Happy Hump Day to our March 15th show, halfway through the month of March. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Scotty Gherkin is the Swiss Army Knife. MacGyver. <laughs> he does. He's Has anybody MacGyver. ever called you MacGyver, Scotty? Yes. <laughs> Perfect name. Perfect name. He is the SA Key, the sack, the Swiss Army Knife. <laughs> the sack. You're our <laughs> Scotty the sack. 
That's Scotty Not such Gerken. a bad name. Lizzie Sparks in studio, of course. She does all things social media. How are you doing, Lizzie? I'm having a very good morning. You I, remind I like me of it. high school with your blue and yellow. You got your faith shirt on. What does it say? Faith what? Faith over fear. That's right. Gosh, that's so good. She easier, reminds. Easier said than done a lot in life, though. I think she looks like a Ledoux Ram today. Or a Francis no. Howell Viking. <laughs> she looks like a Francis Howell Viking. I'm a Howell Francis Howell Viking. Viking, and I really am a Francis <laughs> Howell Viking. You're a Ledoux grad, Tab. You know there's no yellow in the Ledoux Rams. And Tab of the Hassle, uh. Mrs. Sunshine. Uh, I'm Vic Faust. I'm Thanks for jumping it. in. <laughs> we appreciate you jumping in today for this episode of Cancel This. CancelThisShow.com. Thanks again for jumping in every day as you do. Lots of topics to get into, as we always have. And, of course, you guys jump in. You know what we do. Monday through Friday, live, 8 to 10 a.m., 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time. You can watch us live. Or, when we're done, you can watch us on our platform, CancelThisShow.com, all the platforms there, and or listen to us. Take us on the go, of course, in the audio form. Uh, I continue to meet people out every night, every day. How do I watch you guys? How Why are you out every night? Selling the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's working my ass off. I know off. you are. And I've never seen anybody work as hard as no, you do. So we can try to take you away. Literally, as so hard we as can, you do. We can try to take you away from your other jobs. Yes, my many, <laughs> many other jobs. <laughs> fight the good fight when uh-huh. people continue to try to bring us down because it does happen. People try to do all kinds of things to you. We're just happy. We wish success to everybody out there. This show isn't angry at anybody. We've never, we're not ripping anybody else while people try to come at us and take us apart. We just stay happy, positive. Right. We move forward. Because do we the don't best. care about them. They suck. D- I just like kidding. this. Yes, yes. All right. Um, it's a Wednesday, so we have Kathy Big Strick coming in at 830. I want to talk to her about all the. I know she's got a topic, but I want to be Eric today. I'm going to take over the interview. I'm kidding. I said, good luck. I want to try. <laughs> I, I'm curious about, she's so knowledgeable with real estate, but getting her opinion, she's a very, very, very versed woman when it comes to so many things. The banking industry, what's happening, consumer confidence, does it roll into real estate, you know, all kinds of things. I know she's not the mortgage lady, but rates went up. I mean, there's just a lot to talk to Kathy about. There is so much to talk to her about because, you know, one of the things I hope that she touches base on is what I keep hearing is the log jam in real estate. Uh-oh. And that 99% allegedly of of all, and this came out in whatever the PMMS report, which I still haven't figured out what that is, primary mortgage something or another report, where it said 99% of like current homeowners bought, or I don't know, something who recently bought their houses like in the past year, mm-hmm. bought it at almost 0% interest. And they said those people will not let go of their homes. So that means they're, these people, they're not going to list... Their home for sale and buy something else may pay seven percent interest. Why should rate. they? Exactly. So that's going to keep a lot of houses from not coming on the market. Yeah, and well, that's so true. I have a three percent, and so I I don't want to sell, and I'd like to have a different house, but I don't want a seven eight percent. Can't do rate. it. Nope. Can't do it. Doesn't make sense to. That's it what you, you deal with. What happened and. Not going to do it. Not <laughs> wouldn't it be prudent? <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, we've got a lot to get into today. We're going to talk about uh, the, the banking industry continues to give us some issues, unfortunately. And it, was, it had been difficult trying to find people to come on and talk in the show and try to get some legitimate, honest answers about what's going on. But we'll tomorrow, never have any. Well, tomorrow morning, I've got a financial expert. We'll never have any. I had to, I, I found him in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go all the way to Omaha to get somebody that's willing to talk 
live about what's going on, but uh, you'll enjoy him. So we'll join uh, we'll join up with him tomorrow. Uh, financial planner for 15 years, works with a massive uh, business firm out of Omaha, Nebraska. So we'll talk with him tomorrow. Um, when it comes to situations today, um, we'll get into this Charlie Kirk event last night. And if everybody doesn't think that the woke agenda and those who are coming after you are are going away, forget it. They still come. I don't care if it's 50. They're the small groups and they're the loud groups. They're also the violent groups. We'll get into that. Uh, Kim Gardner now has a pro bono lawyer from St. Louis and a massive attorney who represented Harvey Weinstein. He also represented <laughs> well, her in her we case. we know what happened to him. <laughs> but, well, well, he also <laughs> represented Kim Gardner when she was dealing with the Greitens case and when she had to go before the Missouri Supreme Court and won. So she has now hired him, but we don't know how she is paying him. Mm-hmm. But you know how he's paying. I bet paid. I can guess. What are but the yeah, two, what are the two letters? What are the what are the initials of the guy who's paying? G.S. <laughs> yeah, that's George Soros. Or she's handing out personal favors, one or the other. Oh, my God. <laughs> or she's taking our money out of the tax base. That's, that's what they're waiting to see. It's not be, It's not coming out of taxpayer dollars. She did with Greitens. That's good. Allegedly Taxpayers now she paid is, a lot of that money. She is not doing that now. Also, we've got sound. Tabitha, I, I can't find out who the guy is. I'm still looking. He was on with Tucker. Talk, giving your Russia spiel mm. when it comes to Ukraine. I, you know, I as much as I love Tucker, <laughs> I don't watch it because I don't have time. I know, I get it. You're working so your I tail have off. Absolutely no idea. But this guy is bringing up what you have been bringing up since the Ukraine situation started, and Tucker was allowing him to say it once again. We're ahead of the game on all of this stuff. I Be- can't wait. In to this hear situation, it. we're on. I found it just for you, Tabitha. Well, I love when people agree with me because every uh, my opinions are formed. <laughs> Don't we all? Of you do. <laughs> my opinions are formed from reading, reading news, reading alternate news sites, and here and there. So I form my own opinion. So it's good when I hear someone agree with me. Yeah, so if that makes sense. <laughs> Biden tries to lay in to DeSantis. Does that mean he sees him as a possible competitor? And then DeSantis responded yesterday with some. Bombs of his own, and it's all about transgender surgeries for kids. Biden says that it's sinful or almost sinful what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida, not letting kids have their surgeries. Oh, but it's okay to take showers with your teenage daughter, so we know where his moral compass is. <laughs> oh, my, I wish Scotty would have been at the uh, the board because when you said, <laughs> it's oh, all it's right coming. for her. Scotty's going to gonna be doing it. That would have been perfect. <laughs> Scotty it almost was sounded like you had your... Her. <laughs> I can only do one thing. Be one of those I can only do three things Swiss at blade. a time. Can you do it one more time, Scott? <laughs> the tab of the drop. You know, I hope everybody does know that Scotty is close to a saint having to deal with everybody. I mean, he has to, I mean, literally, we are, you know, the cutest group of misfits you've ever seen, and he has to keep us intact. I don't yep. know about all that. <laughs> Something like that, know. maybe. Um, hey, Scott. As if you didn't have enough to do already, when you get a chance, can you which one? Can you jump in when you get a chance to the Tabitha Tucker Russia um, sound? Okay, I, I can't wait. Yeah, this this gentleman was explaining an expert on foreign affairs. <clears throat> the only problem with this one is it like starts to play as soon as I open it, so I got to catch it when it stops. So it's got to play through. Okay. And That's then, fine. then I'll turn the audio. Just, I don't want to miss the beginning. Just, of let, it just let me know when we're ready to go right. with it. I can't is wait. 
No, here you go. But Tabitha, it's I haven't heard anybody else talk about this situation when it comes to the Russia-Ukraine situation in regards to why Putin is doing what he's doing. And you can't just, and I've always said this, you can't just look, because I know the situation from a personal standpoint, you can't just look at the end if somebody loses it. You have to look at everything that's leading up to what's going on. Why is this happening? What was going on here? What's provoked? What is provoking something? What did somebody do first that you never see the end? You only see, it's like in sports, you never want to be the retaliator right? because the retaliator always gets fouled or the, he gets the, the foul And call. that's why you have to read the The instigator the never gets caught. Right. Which is why they started to try to do in some sports call penalties on the instigator, not just the retaliator. Exactly. Here is, Ta- and Tabitha, let's get your opinion of what was said on Tucker. People don't know that the CIA got in bed with the right-wing Nazis in Ukraine to overthrow the democratically elected government of Ukraine in 2014. We had a, we had a peace deal. It was called the Minsk Accord. And then they violated. Who violated it? Ukraine kept shelling the Donbass, which are the Russian speakers in the eastern part of the Ukraine. And that's why Putin had to be provoked to invade to protect those people. Nobody will tell you that. Everybody who talks about every other news station, by the way, you're the only one doing this. And I applaud you for letting people come on and tell the truth about what's actually happening in Ukraine. Other stations, when I watch, what they do is they start the history of Ukraine from Putin's invasion. They never tell you that we overthrew their democratically elected government in 2014. They never tell you that they didn't stop shelling the people in the Donbass. They never abided by the Minsk Accord. Tabitha, what do you say? Now, there is some truth. <laughs> the truth we're always looking for. And exactly. How long have you been you saying? You can't handle the truth. Exactly. <laughs> I hope Eric heard that in his car on his way into the show because he never believes anything I say. And I'll tell you what. It, there is no doubt that when Russia invaded <clears throat> Ukraine, it was to liberate the people in the eastern region of Donbass, Luhansk, etc. Because those people have been persecuted for eight straight years. Those For those people along that eastern edge, they were being bombed and shelled and murdered for eight years until Putin invaded Ukraine. We all know Ukraine is a puppet state. We did absolutely overthrow their government. We put a little tutu dancing comedian as the president because we knew we could control him. You mean he didn't like his heels? Yes. And he wears heels. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm glad there's someone else out there speaking the truth. I really am. Because you're not hearing it in too many places. Okay. With that being said, did you think that Tucker's people put that on? They put it on for a reason, right? Yes, because they They want to tell the truth. And I haven't heard that said publicly besides here. Not on any national news forums. And we're not trying to toot our horn in that region, for whatever reason, you got very excited about. You jumped into it. You've been studying that region. And boom, some truth bombs start to fall. And that truth has always been there. You just can't but hear Americans, it on the media. But Americans don't care. They, they don't care. And they they, well, don't most care. don't know. Most don't know. And they don't know. They don't know. And, and, you know, we try to tell them, and we try to tell them, we, guess what happens? You get deplatformed. If you try to speak the truth, you get deplatformed. Unless and the people you're that don't know, if they've had a Ukraine flag up, they're doubling down that we still need to give money and help Ukraine just because they don't want to be wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's one of those situations that's going on right now. And with that being said, I know you're always World War Three with Russia. And I, I mean, I don't joke 
to say, oh, there's no possibility of it. There happening. absolutely will be a but war. But then this morning, massive news story coming out. Russia shoots down a $32 million American drone. So American News says. We don't know. So, but, and maybe we did. Maybe but, they did. I don't know. Well, no, the both no, both sides say yeah. that there was an incident that Russian planes, Russian jets, fighter jets were flying around it. Somehow, some way, it got hit by the wing of a Russian jet. Russia says the drone just went straight down. Americans say they poured gas, that the Russians hit it with gasoline, knocked it from the sky, said that it was unsafe and not good for the environment. Uh, what and what different? <laughs> what I don't understand when these drones we're get weak. hit. We're like, weak. What difference does it make anyway? Because you know, first of all, we shoot down drones all the time. We shoot down. We're, as a matter of fact, we know that Russia has air superiority over Ukraine. You will not hear that on the news, but Russia has had air superiority over Ukraine since day one. Since day one, and you don't hear about that. And they, there have all been all sorts of different drones have been shot down. Russia shot down drones. Over Russia, they shoot down drones over Ukraine. We shoot down Iranian drones in different countries. It's a very common practice. It's not that big of a deal. But they're going to make it into a big deal. Hey, I don't know what's going on here. Um, I know you're following the chat line. Um, Lizzie, I was looking on. Somebody said, ask the gal at Channel 4. She says high gas prices are okay because they help support Ukraine. People say that all the all time. All the time. It's the they dumbest thing I've ever heard. All the time. <laughs> They do. They say a lot of dumb things about Ukraine, and it's because they have no idea what's going on. And the mainstream media tells them that Ukraine, oh, poor Ukraine, poor Korea. And Zelensky, you know, yeah, he used to dance in his little undies and his high heels, but, you know, he's a big, powerful man now. And they don't have any idea that well, Ukraine is evil. Well, American uh, media say that the, and Russia says it too, that the drone was flying. Near the border. It wasn't in Russian airspace. However, it was, quote, near their borders. And they said any American drones near their borders will be dealt with with hostile intentions. Right. Uh, so the drone went down. You know, this is a war. I don't call it a war. You call it a war, and it might be considered a war. I don't consider it a war. You don't. It's more like a... Uh, well, it's Russia more like, calls it a military operation. <clears throat> it's more. I, it's more like a... Drawing a line in the sand day yeah. after day. I, I guess I call it war because there's some very heavy, heavy fighting going on. But I'll tell you what, our drones are there because we gave them to Ukraine. And so, therefore, I don't see, I understand why Russia would shoot down a U.S. drone because the U.S. drone is there to help the opposite side of them. I mean, it, it, it makes sense to me. And it's not like it's being operated by us Americans. It's being operated by Ukrainian troops. We gave them a number of drones. Does that make you feel different about it? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. I just know that money needs to stop going there when we have inflation here. Yeah, it does. We need the money here. We're, we're continuing to push on the, and tug on those heartstrings. But you don't see many of the Republicans who were once wearing the flags proudly, wearing, well, the colors Lizzie's wearing today. Lizzie's wearing her Ukraine you're, you're support today. Yeah, I'm all about Ukraine today. <laughs> I stepped into that, didn't I? That's funny. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, Francis Howell, the, the colors there. Right. <laughs> because mm. you have connections with that school. But it is Ukraine's colors. <laughs> That's <laughs> <too> funny. <laughs> I just looked up for that. 
Um, but anyway, we had to get that out there. We'll see where it goes. Um, and I'm glad he mentioned the Azov Battalion and the neo-Nazis. You've been talking. That's the first time I've ever heard that you name. You know, I've been studying the neo-Nazis in Ukraine for probably 10 years. You know, maybe not quite that long. Maybe, I don't know, seven, eight years. The reason why is because I had a show a long time ago that was mostly about word, world politics. Back then, our government was issuing warnings because Americans were going to Ukraine and they were being trained by these Azov battalions, these neo-Nazis. They were coming back here to the United States and they were joining groups like what is Antifa now was like the Revolutionary Communist Party and different things back then. And they were causing all kinds of chaos here in the United States. And people don't believe they exist, but they do. Real Nazis. The swastika, the swastika, the swastika. We've spoken about it. But the swastika has been around long before the Nazis uh, even brought it to more yes. notoriety, so to speak. And there's a lot of history that goes into that as well. But take it, yeah, take a deep dive look. The national media won't tell you about Zelensky. And what is it wrong for me to call it his affection with this group? With their swastikas? No, because he made them their official National Guard of because Ukraine. Because he made them their official I mean, National Guard. He didn't Guard. have to do that. He did do that. That and, is a fact. And these poor people in the Eastern region, they're Russian-speaking, so they were looked down upon in Ukraine, and, and they were persecuted for eight years. And what happened is, is a lot of people, you remember when Mariupol fell uh, to Russia? Russia finally liberated Mariupol. And people mm. said, oh, they're taking prisoners, hundreds and Prisoners back to Russia. No, those people are Russian. And what was happening is the Azov Battalion, the neo-Nazis, they dug a trench all the way around the city of Mariupol. And they they stayed in that trench and they guarded the city. That's a lot of work. And they wouldn't let people in and out of the city if you were Russian speaking. You had to stay within Mariupol. And they would come into your businesses and trash the Russian speaking people's businesses. It was a terrible situation for these people. They were liberated. They were liberated. That People was, don't get it. That reminds me of Red Dawn. It's a lot like that. The 80s movie. I watched <laughs> that was on the other night. I watched it again. Let's wear our red tomorrow. I sent it to Eric. <laughs> it reminded me of Red Dawn. The remake was terrible. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that good. I know. We could just, you have just have a can't Red top Dawn day. the first one. You know not not I mean? all the time, but sometimes you can. Uh, Maverick uh, Maverick was every bit as good as Top Gun. I'm well, telling you. Well, that's that, but it wasn't a remake. That was actually an additional story. The, the second Red Dawn was trying to remake oh, the original, and it okay, just I was like, yeah, it was yeah. just like, don't remake stuff. Like, come up with <laughs> new ideas. Like, be original. We need to cancel this movie day where we have 2,000 mules, Idiocracy, We need Red to get Dawn. a movie theater to play along <laughs> you so we re- can invite yeah. everybody. You want to go through 1984 as well? I can get us one. We can go to the B&B <laughs> yes. over in Wentzville. But, would they let us yes, do that? Yes, in 1984. Yeah, they would. See if we. I could know get, the owners from B and B. Yeah, so do I. So if we could do that, I do, I do work there sometimes. Because we, we just went to movie Sundays. We saw uh, uh, Creed three. Oh yeah, that was really good. It was good. It was predictable, but good. Um, the uh, but if you could do that, could we like bring people in to watch Two Thousand Mules? Yes. Yeah. That and do would an be event wonderful. to raise money or something. Sure. Like, absolutely. They do it. They, I work there, and they do it for groups all the time. That would be great. One hundred percent, we could do that. It wouldn't be like political stance. No, on they. It. They're as a matter of fact, they're one of the number one. Uh, sponsors in this area of faith-based films and whenever 2000 mules out they did show those types of movies yeah the ownership group is based out of kansas city so they're a midwestern group they Um, came through here one time didn't they that's how i met okay gotcha got a chance that they they, hey if you're anybody and you have a plane where are you going to fly you're going to fly into strategic (laughs) air services if you're going to buy a plane you buy it through strategic air services and if you're going to park your plane 
you park it at Strategic Air Services. And it's more than just a stair storage for your aircraft. That's right. <laughs> they offer state-of-the-art amenities <laughs> to its members and its guests. That's right. When you're not traveling, you can have uh, the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym. I do it every That's morning. Awesome. I enjoy the world-class gym every morning. That it is, it is. We are very lucky, and I love the coffee machine. It's a, even though it's I don't a very use nice it place. with it's a sauna and a cold plunge on the way. Where's oh Kevin? Oh my goodness! Give me a cappuccino. <laughs> well, are you going to join me early now in the mornings for a cold plunge? Uh, yeah, it might wake me up, <laughs> get me going. <laughs> you guys wouldn't be able to handle it. Oh, I don't wake up till about one usually. I don't know. It might be just a rumor, but someone told me they were building a wine bar outside. Yes, Ooh, that's on the that. way. As that's well. exactly what we need. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could go right over to the B and B, which is not that far from here, and watch Two Thousand Mules, and then come back to the wine bar. Yes, be a blast. and we'll, that be fun? And we'll invite both Zelensky and Putin and see if either of them show up. That would be yeah, awesome. Okay. We will solve world problems. Do you think yeah, Biden think would come? Yeah. No, I sound like Eric. No, I think we know. Great where ideas that. that will never happen, unfortunately. <laughs> we know where that's going. Hey, um, by the way, we also wanted to uh, give an update on what, um, and, and we're a national show, but we're based out of St. Louis, so you'll hear us toggle back and forth from national topics to local topics. While we were talking there, remember, uh, if you live in the Chesterfield area, on April 4th, Prop U. Bob Nation came in yes. to help local businesses. Uh it's a 1%, literally, it's like a 1% um, addition to your prices to help compete. Say, for example, you buy a $100 pair of shoes, you'll pay a dollar. $1 to help local businesses. When It, it all makes Only months, online. It's, a, it's only, only, only if you buy something purchases. online. Yes. And, and, and I want to clarify with everyone, if you, if you live in Chesterfield and you don't vote yes for Prop U... That means they were going to have to get tax revenue from other sources, and that could be Metrolink coming through your neighborhood. It could also so be a I property. Would vote. There's no property tax There's no in property Chesterfield. Tax. People really? forget about no property tax in Chesterfield, Missouri. Why? How, do, how the how hell do, they do we get, get that? It? <laughs> yeah. It's like, huh? Why? I would love to really? know. Really? Chesterfield? Are you kidding me? So uh, we just want to remind everybody, prop you. It's one of those situations that uh, it, it just seemed like it, it made sense. Bob Nation came in to Makes talk sense about to me. it. Uh, Tabitha understands it. Um, so there you go. We'll continue to talk about that as well as you come through. Uh, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Uh, Scotty Gherkin here. We've got Lizzie Sparks, Tabitha Hassel. I'm Vic Faust. Eric Johnson on his way in. Uh, getting ready to talk with Kathy Helbig Strict from Experience Real Estate Partners. Uh, 314 sold. 314 sold. We'll be talking with Kathy in just a few moments. Coming up in the show, though, you won't want to miss this as well. Um, can't wait to talk about what happened with Charlie Kirk last night uh, from Turning Point USA. He was their founder. Going to speak at a college in California, met with protest. We're talking about people damaging the building, busting out windows. Of course, no arrests were made. Uh, trying to disrupt. If you have a viewpoint that may different, may differ. People don't know that from a the liberal, CIA. Uh, from a different that's all right. We're in he trouble was, now. He was probably talking about the CIA. <laughs> he's a big uh, guy. I wouldn't want to mess with him. Is he really? Yeah, I, I've interviewed him in person before, and he's a big guy. What's Who's a big this? guy? He's well. He, he's he's actually about your size. But Vic. a lot of people big are bigger than you. Most everybody is. He's about, no, he's he's literally about your size, and you're a big guy. Uh, Charlie Kirk, uh, just going, and he's excellent. Um, He's on the lines of a Ben Shapiro, if you're not familiar with him. But most of our listeners, most of our people that tune into this podcast. He's far better than Ben Shapiro. And I could not agree with you 100%. But 
that's from a different standpoint. When it comes to straight politics, those two are outstanding. But if you want to talk about faith and other issues that go into it, that's where they differ because uh, Ben Shapiro is Jewish and does not believe in Jesus, and that's how most Jews are. Well, I and, and that doesn't even bother me. I, and it being doesn't the matter. Son of God, but yeah, it doesn't matter. To Charlie me Kirk, Jewish. And, and I agree. But Charlie it does Kirk. matter that, to me that Ben Shapiro sounds like a little yappy dog. But. <laughs> You know, it's his voice. What do you mean? I'm not telling you. But anyway, (laughs) Charlie Kirk goes around to campuses. He goes around to do speaking events. And um, you know what? If you have a different view than what liberal people want to hear, or in students or colleges or Antifa or Revcom or whatever you say, Tabitha, it becomes a massive issue. So, with that being said, he dealt with that. We'll be talking about that last night as well when it comes to um, the whole situation. Oh, we're good. Well, Scotty will get me back up. Scott, when you get back there. It, um, looks, it looks fine. A, a big man with big muscles just walked <laughs> through the studio and knocked my camera sideways, which is why you don't want to mess with that big man when that kind of stuff happens. Um, we've been dealing with, we're also going to, we'll get into the banking industry. I'm going to ask Kathy about the banking industry. She's a real estate expert, but she is also a smart cookie when it yes. comes to all these things yes, she is. Um, that are happening. Yeah. And people were talking about why well, I like Ben too. Yes. Don't get like me wrong. Ben too. We like Ben as well. But he well. still sounds like a yappy, yappy, little yappy dog. Okay. But I like him. And we'll, we'll go in again. And Kathy, as you're getting set, you want to put that chair up as high as it'll go too. Of course I will. Um, so with that being said, um, when you have over a hundred people at an event trying to bust up, not letting people get into the building. They did not have access to the building, but they were trying to get into the building all because they did not want somebody with a different opinion of them to have a chance to talk on their college campus. Does that surprise you? Uh, No, but you know what? Here's what surprises me. Why isn't there enough security already knowing that some of these things are going to happen, especially when you go to a state like California? And we know that while there are people who would love to have Charlie Kirk there, there's far more people who don't want to see him in California. Very true. That's why we... Part to California, yes. When we deal with that situation. Uh, With that being said, uh, we'll also get into the Biden versus DeSantis transgender surgeries for kids. Biden wants them. DeSantis lays out some information on why you shouldn't. Biden says it's sinful or near sinful what DeSantis is doing, not letting kids get trans surgeries. Then DeSantis will be responding. You'll see what he had to say regarding that uh, and showing some evidence from surgeries gone bad. Okay. Uh, Every Wednesday we talk with the expert, the queen of real estate. Is it right if we refer to you as that? Sure you can. I've never heard you refer. (laughs) I've never heard you refer to to yourself. I was thinking that. Oh my if you're God! Not in that's St. Louis, you don't know what wait I'm a talking about. What was that, Becky? <laughs> Becky, Becky, Becky queen of the Queen of Carpet. That's right, Kathy, Next the Queen week of I Real Estate. I want to see me on a carpet, carpet back here, guys. That, that makes be... Tabitha the Princess of Tile. <laughs> I, don't, I have no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if we have one of those, it would have to be a uh, a beautiful carpet yes. from one of our advertisers, love... being Carol House. Let's so, do it. Kathy on a carpet from Carol House. Beautiful carpet next week. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, welcome in. Happy Wednesday. We're glad you're here. Um, The only reason I was joking about we get you in for real estate to have you talk about what's going on there um, is the fact that um, and Scotty, when you get a chance. I, I may have gotten knocked off video. <laughs> oh, did you really knock him completely off video? No, you're back. You're, you're back. back. It's you go. all good. You're I'm back. back. We'll you're fix back. that. We'll fix that shot in just a second. 
uh, people are like, hey, after you talk real estate, Kathy knows so much about the world. Can We want to know more about like Kathy because we were starting to freelance a little bit last week about world events, things of that sure. nature. Um, they want to talk with you about that. Okay. okay, what happened? What do we need to know in the last week of real estate? Oh, man, it's dismal. The last week. It's Thank you for here. being honest. Yes, yes, yes. So actually, I was just reading an article on the way here that says that na- nationally, we have 50% of the inventory that we had it in 2019. And of course, each week it continues to go down. Now, St. Louis had a little report uh, released from February that says inventory's up slightly, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> I, can't, I would like to know also. Yeah, I can't find it. It's hiding under a rock somewhere. That's so. why I appreciate yeah. you being honest. And that's why people should trust you and give you a call at time yeah. 314-276-SOLD. If you're dealing with something in the real estate industry, you got to deal with somebody that you trust, that somebody's yeah. going to be honest, somebody who's going to be direct. Um, you and your company, you've never had to make things up no. because you guys have been so successful. Well, we're in it for the long haul. And we're advisors, not sales salesmen, you know, so it definitely have to figure out what's best for the client at hand and, and then advise them accordingly. But some of the things that, you know, I was looking at the factors is that, you know, all these people got into really low rates over the last couple of years. Then we're dealing with buyers that had a spike in rates. We're not really having terrible job situations here. We're not having distressed sellers here. So sellers aren't really excited to move right now. And that just keeps compiling and adding to the every month, you know, I was wondering about that Vic, inventory. Vic and I talked about that for just a second this morning, because I had read a report. I don't I don't know what PMMS is. But I read a PMMS report that someone sent me. <laughs> is there two M's in there? <laughs> There's two M's in there. MMMMS. That's a really bad week. And it was talking about how 99% of homeowners bought their homes over the past couple of years at such a low interest mm-hmm. rate that they said it's creating a log jam. Yes. They're holding on to their homes. They don't want to sell them because right. they don't want to pay the higher interest That's rate. That's what I was going to. It said it's not a buyer issue right now because everybody yeah. thinks, oh, buyers aren't buying because of rates. It's a seller issue Correct. because they don't really need or want to sell right now. There's nothing out there. Mm-hmm. What are some main points that you wanted to hit today? Well, because of that, you know, we are seeing, again, uh, contrastly, we're seeing that the um, values are still rising because there is still a a logjam of buyers that need housing right now. And so we're continuing the series of what what should you do if you're buying and selling right now? There is going to be... There's going to be the situations of having multiple offers again where we were discussing at our office meeting yesterday... It's kind of a mixed bag market, and I described it as the haves and the haves not. You either are sitting there getting nothing, or you have 10 offers on your, on your house. So it could be either one, depending on what your house is, where you price it, how, how prepared it is for a buyer. So again, I've been talking for weeks about you do as a seller, you are in a better position if you go back and get the house prepared do the paint job, replace the flooring, all those type of things so that you're not sitting in that that category of they came and went the first couple of weeks, they don't make you an offer, so then they just kind of sit there and watch and see what you're going to do. So back to that, you need to be really careful uh, on if you are a buyer that wants a house and, and it does seem like there's other interest in the property, make sure that you are using strategies to win those offers because just because we're saying the sky is falling right now with inventory doesn't mean that it's going to happen to you because we are seeing pockets that are very, very successful sellers getting multiple offers. 
Is it, as a buyer, do you really need to be prepared? So when people come to you mm-hmm. and they say, you know, I found a property, I look, or I'm just starting to look, do they have to have all their ducks in a row? Yes. So we we talked about last week escalation clauses, and yesterday I have a new newer agent that couple new agents that we were training and they're working with a buyer and the the buyer is cash so normally think oh great I got a cash buyer well cash buyers can be a little trickier than even a a finance buyer because you have to then verify where is the cash funds coming from so the conversation yesterday was you know do I wait until after we go under contract and then and then have improved the funds and the answer is absolutely not you've got to get all your ducks in a row ahead of time because you don't know if there's going to be another offer on the house and you can't go into this with, hey, I'll give you a pre-approval letter within 48 hours. Or, hey, I'll give you, you know, my proof of funds within 48 hours. If there's somebody else sitting there that already has their stuff ready, right. they're going to be looked at ahead of you. That makes sense. And then we're, we're looking at, again, if you are in a situation where you've got other competition against you and you're making an offer, let's talk about how you can still be protected at a buyer as a buyer, but also still maybe surge ahead of, of somebody else um, with your offer. And that is keeping in your contingency of an inspection. As an agent, it like working for the buyer it gives me chills to, kn- to think somebody's going to go into a house and remove all of their contingencies. But we saw it. We saw it quite a lot happening over the last two years. <clears throat> but you can still make a really solid offer and still put some protections in for yourself. And that would be keep the clause in that you actually can do an inspection because there's a difference between I'm buying the house as is, I'm making you an as-is offer, mm-hmm. or and I'm not doing any inspections. Yes. Those are two completely different things. And most sellers are not expecting a buyer to buy a house without having an actual inspection. They might say, hey, we'll give you the inspection. We're not going to fix anything. That's oh. a different negotiation clause, right? <laughs> so go into it with, if you're a buyer, I'm going to still make my offer with an inspection contingency, but let's modify some of those things in that contingency that then makes the seller feel a little warm and cozier about my offer. And that might be writing in, I'm doing it for informational purposes only. I'm not going to ask you for repairs. If it's not something that I want, then I'm going to still walk, I can walk away. So you can leave that in. Or you can go in and say, listen, I'm going to take away my walkaway clause. That's a really big one because that walkaway clause I touched on it a couple of weeks ago in the inspection um, explanation show yeah. that we did. And that walkaway clause can also be a buyer's remorse clause. So you can, the regular ins- inspection contingency, at least in our St. Louis in, in the Missouri market, says that um, I'm going to do an inspection within blank days. Usually it's 10. Yeah. And at that point in time, I have three options. I can either ask you for repairs. I can take the house as it is after I've done my due diligence, or I can terminate. It doesn't say I can terminate because you won't work with me. It just says I can terminate. So a really good strategy for buyers right now to leave your inspections in but freak the sellers out less is to maybe consider removing that part or putting some parameters around I'm just not, I, I'm just not going to be able to walk away because I've changed my mind. Right after I've chased away twenty other of your of your buyers and you picked me. Yeah. So that's a really good way to still keep your buyer options in to do inspections. Leave that in or take that out because now what you're saying is, look, I'm doing inspection. It's either going to be A or B. I'm going to either 
take the house as it is and not ask you for anything, or I'm going to ask you for something. And then if I ask you for something, now we've got 10 days to negotiate that. And then if we don't come to an agreement, so it's still giving the seller a way to still keep the buyer in by negotiating with them. That other term, the walkaway clause just says, I'm not even giving you an option to keep me in. I'm out. So you can take that out, and that gives you a lot, hmm. a, a little bit more wiggle room with that seller to at least know, listen, I'm, I'm game to buy this house, provided that there's not something that I'm not expecting on the surface that comes up with these inspections. Kathy, can people around the country call the same number, too, and you yes. hook them up with people that you have? Once again, Absolutely. talking with Kathy Helbig-Strick, because what she is explaining is good for anybody living anywhere mm-hmm. across the country. It doesn't just have to be in the St. Louis area. It's Kathy Helbig Experience. Real estate partners expect yes. to be moved. 314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. Yeah, you got it. so... It used to be fun buying a house. It did. You'd go yeah. out on a Sunday yeah. afternoon, get a latte, and go, I like this one. And yep. then you go through the rigmarole. Um, someone on the, I don't, I'll try to paraphrase this a little bit, but someone wants to move. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it's pretty stupid to sell a house right now, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, so is it, is it something well, that you it could depends. do? depends. I mean, people have got a lot of equity in yeah. it. Yeah. Let's say you're, you're at 1.1% on this house. You're paying over here, right? It's gotcha. an investment. Um is it okay to keep that house, maybe Airbnb it, rent it out, whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Will the banks, the lenders, the mortgage companies say, I see what you're doing. You want that house. You'll refinance it later. Is it something that's harder said? Is it hard to go get two mortgages right now? Because selling the first one is probably not the greatest idea mm-hmm. if you're under a 1% mortgage. Well, it just depends on what your debt-to-income ratio is. Are you get, getting income coming in on the house that you're keeping that offsets your, you know, your debt on that? So... No, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. People have multiple Can you houses use all the, the time. first house, the one you're moving out of, as, as a business venture? I mean, does that, is it, is it, it seems more commonplace now that people are like, yeah, I'll Airbnb this mm-hmm. thing and make money on it. Is yeah. it, do the banks see it that way? Or are they like, yeah, it's still the same rules apply? Yeah, I mean, they see it as it's income coming in that's canceling out your payment that's going out that goes against your debt to income. Let's talk Am about right? this. Got a mortgage guy in the corner over there. <laughs> There's more more details next week. Okay. Well, next maybe week. We, maybe we need the mortgage guy because we do. Tell, talk to me about this. Two hundred fifty thousand dollar house, five hundred thousand dollar house. Mm-hmm. It was two percent a few years ago. Two point five, whatever. Now it's upwards three, of seven. Three for most. Two eight, two eight was probably a good. Okay. Now it's upwards of eight, depending on what your credit is. What's the difference in the monthly payment? On a five hundred thousand dollar house. Oh if gosh, you go I don't have my calculator. I, I mean, I mean are we talking <laughs> Quite a bit. hundreds of dollars? Double. double. A double that mortgage? I knew it. See, that's what I was yeah. saying. It's like close. So when you I look at your on, rates double. Mm-hmm. So this put it is that where way. this is where the sticking thing is for me for the housing market now. Is you used to go on Zillow and it would say average mm-hmm. mortgage. Thirty-seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know anybody that's just a blue-collar worker mm-hmm. that can look at a house now mm-hmm. and go, I can afford that. That's true. There is a group of people out there that cannot cannot afford those type of mortgage payments, but there is another group of people that can. That's true. That that is true. <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> you know? I'm curious. I love how you're honest. You're direct. I've sat with you. I've listened to you talk with people. Mm-hmm. People. Most people hear you and they agree. Some people go, Oh, you know what? No, but I've got a different opinion. Sure. One of our, and, and most everybody on our chat line is all Kathy, yes, learning, calling her, learn so much from her. Somebody said that they felt like the advice that you were giving 
didn't make sense to them because they said it leaves a buyer with zero options. No, it actually it says that this woman's a seller's broker. It's all about the listing. No, no, no. That was that was to give. So you have to put a different hat on. So back in a regular balanced market, you're going into into when you're representing a buyer, you're going into is like, how can I protect my buyer with every single layer that I possibly can? And then you you come at it that way. When you're a buyer in a seller's market, you have to figure out what are your goals as the buyer and then how am I going to get you that house? Of course, we talk about it. We talk about the pros and cons and the strategies and, you know, what somebody's comfortable with. But what's really hard for people to get is that if, if I approach negotiations today like I did five years ago, that buyer would never have a house because you would be layering up, layering up, layering up all their protections. And sometimes they don't need them. They don't need certain protections. They're okay with a certain thing. They're not worried about this or that. So if you go into it where there's 10 other people that are making different types of offers and peeling some of that stuff off, you got to sit down with your buyer and say, what's our goal? Is Are you willing to forego the walkaway clause? Because to me, the walkaway clause is kind of bogus. In, well, in I don't, what is a walkaway clause? So the walkaway clause is the part of the building inspection that just gives buyers one last chance to change their mind after they've done an inspection. So the only thing you have to do is once you've gone under contract, you have to pay for, you can't have Uncle Joe come in and do it, you have to pay for a professional home inspection. And once you've paid for it and it's been completed, then you can come back and say, I don't want your house anymore. Here's my report if you want it. Seller doesn't have to take it because then it's a disclosure stuff. But that is just a simple way that the courts, in, at least in the, like I said, the St. Louis area, back in the early 2000s said there's so many lawsuits over people feeling like there was things that came up in the inspection and they didn't have an out, so they had to negotiate, and then they ended up getting buying this house, and now they're suing each other later. So we're going to put this, this last chance for a buyer to, to buyer beware to say, hey, listen, you've done your inspections. Now if you don't want it, you can walk without even asking the seller to fix it. Because sometimes there is something like major structural something. And then you go, gosh, even if the seller fixed it, I don't think I want it. Yeah. Because now it's got a black mark on it. When you're dealing with structural stuff, it can be scary for people. So that would be the only type of situation where not having that walkaway clause might be concerning for the buyer. But Generally speaking, you don't run across major structural stuff that you didn't suspect was already there before you do it. What is your? What and then you can go back and say, you know what? One of my things I want you to do is I want you to crank the house up, yeah. wipe out the foundation, <laughs> yeah. give me a brand new foundation. I mean, you can be ridiculous. No, I'm glad you ask. explained that. For I the am. Listener. I am too because I had no mm. idea any th- such thing. That's such great information. Yeah. And so, so no, what the listener? I'm not going into it as a protecting the seller. You're going into it trying to get your buyer what they want with the amount of protections that's important to them, but is not going to put them on the sidelines of even being looked at in the market. Make sense? It does, does to me. Okay. What's your What's your recommendation right now? Sit on the <clears throat> sideline. It seems like a lot of people just want to sit on the sideline and go, I'm not playing this game. The housing prices are <laughs> jacked. The interest prices are jacked. I just got a small lesson in the mortgage, what the difference is between a acceptable <laughs> mortgage yeah. and one that's just out of hand. 
Yeah. How, do you, if you're, if you were talking to your daughter right now, would you be like, nah, not maybe right now is not the time. Get a nice condo, pay, go travel the world for a while, come back, maybe all this stuff settles down. No, because I know what she's paying in rents. Yeah, rent. bingo. That's the problem. Kathy if, talked if about rent, that last if week. If rent rates were low, that <laughs> might make be sense. different. Mm-hmm. But my <clears> daughter <throat> is paying a rental price right now that was probably my third mortgage, fourth wow. mortgage, yeah. a few years back. It's, it's crazy. And so, again, with the rates, the rates are temporary. You can always refinance them. That's what people keep losing, losing sight of. So, so what if it takes a, a year or two years? Maybe you are paying a little bit higher payment then, but ultimately you still are building up some equity, and the prices are continuing to climb. They're not, we're not in a situation where we're nervous that the bottom's going to fall out of the housing market. It's still continuing. I think our our Prices year over year for February showed that we were up 4.7%, even though we really did kind of go through that buyer strike for half of last year. We're still up 4.7% on house Well, hell, right there's now. some good news. Yes. <laughs> if there is any. <laughs> Holy yes. crap, in the so, midst of everything else going on. I know, it's so yeah. hard. I've been looking for my parents a house mm-hmm. all across the entire state of Missouri, mm-hmm. primarily out in the country towards Rolla, Cuba, out, yes. Steelville, out that way. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's nothing out nothing. there. there right. So when people come to you as a buyer, mm-hmm. what is the advice you're giving them? Because right now it is, would you call it a seller's market? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still it's, not balanced. It's difficult to find anything. So what is your best advice mm-hmm. to anyone who's out there looking? So it's it's buyer dependent. Like where you're, what is your situation? Do you have somewhere to live for a while? Or do you absolutely have to move right now? Because if you have to move, then we're looking at what are your options out there and what can you live with? even if it's an interim type move, because you have to lower your expectations when there's not inventory. And then if you don't have to move, then maybe we are talking about, hey, let's table it for a little while and let's see what comes out. We are going to see just because of the time of the year, April, May, June, you'll see some houses come on the market. I mean, we had 200 houses just locally here in St. Louis go under contract last week. That's amazing. That's, so th- yeah. That's, that's why it's so good to have somebody like you on the yeah. dial already. But aren't yeah. rates approaching? Already. Aren't rates approaching seven and a half percent on some of these homes now? Yeah. So they were climbing again, and then with the quote bank collapse, they that was my second part they because that's a little a no- bit last week. And yeah, they how's the banking to, industry affecting your industry? Depends on who you listen to. <laughs> you too with the banking, um, because people are watching the rates. So we saw the rates go down a little bit on the on the immediate announcement of that mm-hmm. and then we've had conflicting information coming out steve and i were talking about on the way here depends on who you're listening to thinks that the feds are not going to raise rates again because they were expected to raise it again coming up here in the near future now there's people saying because of the bank collapses they think they're not going to um but you know then you hear somebody else say they think they still might so we're watching that closely it has it has affected rates last week in a positive way so we did reach out to some of our buyers i'm like hey guys they they ticked down a little bit maybe we want to get back in the the car and go look i feel like you just want to go to acapulco until the end of the summer yes and not come back (laughs) (laughs) selling pineapples on the beach sounds really amazing right now I mean, it is interesting. Yes. Before we let you go, no, Puerto I mean, Rico, because then we don't have yes. to. Then we don't have to pay federal taxes. Oh yeah, you, know that? Six, no. you live yes, in Puerto Rico for that. six months and you don't have to pay. Wouldn't that be nice? Let's all go. Taxes. Come on. Well, cat, well, there. I know. I know a businessman. Let's put a, let's put a content house there. 
Let's a barn dominium on the beach. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> you know, we I'm can have happy. a hut. And we, we can host a, a podcast anywhere. Yes. Yeah, we could. And it's interesting, it, you, Kathy, I, I know I'm kind of up. You always, you always <laughs> drop those truth bombs. I have a friend. He, he's a lawyer. He moved his business to Puerto Rico. Yeah, we have several For one that of that, re, he lives next door to Yadier Molina mm-hmm. and the Paul brothers. Wow. Ricky Martin's in the neighborhood yes. as well. Yes, and I'm yes, like, yes. really? That's Dorado. Oh, yeah. yeah That's Dorado. Uh huh. He lives in Dorado. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. You already know That's what I'm talking about. That's your jam. Do. You should be there. <laughs> I've got an invite, but I don't, I'm, dude, I'm trying to start a business. That's your jam. <laughs> Have you, you ever started a business? On the beach. Do it in Puerto Rico. I'll yes. move with you. Think <laughs> sell coconuts down there and yeah. knock yourself out. It is fascinating um, where you can go for some of these. Uh, it really tech- is. Oh, Kathy's. He's been trying to talk me into it. Why aren't you guys there? The alternative is, am I, okay, so Tabitha always says, people just can't pick up and leave. I'm like, that's bull crap. That's not me. That, that is garbage. Yep. If your family, if you've just. Tabitha and I disagree with you guys. <laughs> if you just throw your hands in the air and you're like, oh, I can't do this anymore. You can think of alternative ways like mm-hmm. we just did right there. Yeah. Well, how much is it? Cost really to get a plane ticket to Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah, but all those guys have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. My friend, the do you need? Do you, do you need? Martin, hold on, Molina. But we, but we, don't, have, brothers, we don't have almost twice as much money if we weren't paying federal hold on, taxes. Hold on. That's, right. well, that's another. Do you point. need a fortune to pick up, get on an airplane, go and re- and search Puerto Rico or wherever, <laughs> and just say, "There's a house right there for 150 thousand. It's in paradise. I can afford that." Instead of taking. 20% of what's in your bank account to someone that's paying for an overpaid price mm. house in the Midwest. Mm. Isn't that an alternative way of maybe thinking about living your life? Sure, a lot of people See, are See, I told it. you, Tabitha. Well, I would do it I in a flash. You. Peter George, flash. he's been online. Peter George, he's moving to Mexico. He's becoming a, me- Whoa, that's he's crazy. Becoming a Mexican cartel uh, member. <laughs> no, what do you do? What do you, that's nuts. Now, that's, that's and he different. may be coming on the show to talk about uh, a company which is relocating Americans to certain parts. Alternative yeah. would, ways Mexican of nationals. thinking. I would love yeah. to hear it. Eric, I am all for, I trust me, I would move to Puerto Rico <laughs> today. If Vic said, we're moving the show to Puerto Rico, instead of my family finding a house out in Rala, yeah. we'd be finding a house in Let's Puerto Rico. But Eric, what, what Vic and I are sometimes talking about is there are people who have kids money, in money, college, money. Kids, kids in, in school, college, kids in high school, older yeah. grandparents or older parents, and they can't just pack up and move. <laughs> yes, you can. No, you I've can't. I've done it like a hundred times. Well, you didn't take your family <laughs> I, with you. You yeah. just went by yourself. That's a different story. That's yeah. a great topic when we discuss this. Our re- kids would come visit, we figured. They'd come visit. <laughs> exactly. Here's a key. And they would definitely come, come and visit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but you're, you're at the end of that. Yes, I'm I almost am. to where you yes. are. It's nice. But we're not quite there. Hey, is this the most volatile time ever and being in real estate. You've done it yeah. how many years? 26. In 26 years, is this the, the craziest yes. up and down time ever? Yeah, I mean, 2008 was pretty bad too. But um, no, yeah, it's it's really it's really tough right now just to even keep our agents fed. There's just not, not enough food to go around. Yeah. There's not enough houses to sell. And there were so many agents, you know, because when we were th- doing that through that whole boom mm-hmm. where it was just buy, 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 buy yes. and sell, sell, sell. Yes. It has to be really hard on some of your agents right now. It's really hard. Because even if you do get a buyer, if you think about the nature of real estate anyway, you know, you're, you, you go out there and you're spending so much time trying to attract somebody to use you. There's 14,000 other choices just in the St. Louis area mm-hmm. as it is. So it's not like a restaurant. Like you, you, you've got six other 
great steak restaurants or whatever. There's 14,000 agents to pick from. Yeah. So you're out there, you know, <laughs> banging, beating the streets trying to get people to, to use you. And then you finally get a client, okay? So now you got this client. You're so excited. And they want to buy something. Well, think about the last two and a half years. They want to buy something great. Well, so does 50 other people want that exact same house. <laughs> yeah. So you're taking these people. You had to win them over to begin with. Now you got to keep them for two years. Yeah. So that's hard, too. Um, and it's get the people with the most you. money are winning. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, you've got somebody for a while there. You couldn't get VA or FHA buyers bought hardly. So if you had that, that was that was hard. Um, but then you're going back to the starting point with these buyers that don't win. We have people that are working with some people for over two years. And, and you don't ever get paid as a real estate agent until they get a house and close. So it's a, it's very, very challenging for agents. So hug your agents right now yes. instead, of, yeah. instead of turning on them. Is two I mean, years the time period? It's... Some people, I mean, we've got, we had somebody that was Damn. in, our, in our computer database since 18. I had some that But maybe that's just them. Maybe they just have a fun time going and exploring I houses. I mean, there's those people. But no, we have some legitimate buyers that they want a specific exactly. thing. Exactly. It's not And they'll easy. buy it when it comes up. But if it's not here, they're not going to just go buy something right. else and mm. so you've already connected mm. with them you're working with them you've got a year or two years worth of work into it you don't want to give up on them either you know so you just keep plugging along but eventually you got to have a sale here or there to, to put yeah. food on the table it makes know? So total it's been, sense it's been yeah it's well, tough yeah. when you're looking for something specific. Yeah. Well, exactly. Kathy, thanks for coming in today we appreciate it love the wednesday segments kathy helbig strict Experienced real estate partners expect to be moved, expect to be moved, expect to be moved. 314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. I'll I'll say it again. I love your honesty. I love how direct you are. There's no question that you won't talk about. Mm -hmm. There's no um, somebody coming and saying not agreeing with you that you won't talk about. And then sometimes, you know, people agree, they don't agree, but um, we learn every Wednesday. Thank you. Yes. yes thank uh, you. And maybe one of these times we'll be able to talk to the person that's I with you think in the studio. Maybe, maybe next week. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Um, once again, Kathy Helbig Strick, thanks again, and uh, we'll catch up with you next Wednesday. Thank you, everybody. All right, guys. I feel um, like we put her in the hot seat. Did we, feel we did. always do put me in the hot seat. Did we put her in the hot seat? <laughs> but do you, do you like it? Yes, I do like it. I You're love comfortable in it. Yeah, I and love it. It's such great information. It really is. And it's information you can't get anywhere else. Thank you. Yes. I I may not have all the answers, but if I don't. I got I'll, all the I'll answers. Go. I know I'm you do. convinced you do. <laughs> I got all the answers. You answer. do. I think it's time we go take over Eric. all that land by Newtown and start making subdivisions and making affordable houses. Let's go. All right. Let's do it. Let's affordable houses. He's talking about his tiny about houses. Tiny barn- <laughs> <laughs> tiny, tiny barnuminiums. Tiny barnuminiums. There you go. <laughs> Eric wants tiny houses with a big stage and he'll play music all day and all night. Yes. <laughs> tiny Newtown. I'll all call right, it Tiny Newtown. It. And you can have a mini pony. A mini pony, a mini horse, mini goats, many, many, many goats. goats. Yes. (laughs) Hey, guys, this is Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. Of course, you know what we do here. Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. live. You can check us out, uh, watch us live. Central Time, 8 to 10. Of course, you can get all of our content all the time on cancelthisshow.com. Thanks for sending us the stars. Continue to send us the stars. You can also share the show, subscribe on all of the platforms as well. You can check out all of our original content that we have too. All right, take a quick break. And remember, all of the advertisers, the sponsors, let them know, contact them. Let them know that you heard about them on canceltheshow.com. Jump in, 
go ahead, check out our partners list. We show you our advertisers as well. They've partnered with us. If you need to make a, a purchase at any of those issues, do so. Let them know from canceltheshow.com as well. Okay, when we come back on the other side of this break, here she goes, Kim Gardner. Bye, guys. Kim Gardner has now responded with her new legal team. Wait a minute, just to, now? Breaking it, news? This morning. Just came out. We'll get into that. We'll talk about what happened to Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA when he was trying to have just, just a meet and greet last night in California. Also, Biden now going after DeSantis, not Trump, over transgender surgeries for kids. Oh, brutal. Yeah, we got a lot to get over in the next hour. It's cancel this, cancel this show.com. Scotty Gherkin, Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, I'm Vic Faust. Back with more right after this. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, welcome back into the show. It's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Thanks for staying with us. Of course, you can always go to CancelThisShow.com, share the show, let people know. Hey, have you seen? Have you heard? CancelThisShow.com. You can watch us live. You can watch us taped. You can listen to us on the go as well, on the audio podcast as well. It's as simple. How do I watch? How do I listen? Just go to CancelThisShow.com. All the original content's there. Scotty Gherkin running the show. Lizzie Sparks running social media. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, Vic Faust here. Okay, still lots to get into today. Uh, Charlie Kirk, what happened to him? Biden and DeSantis going at it. Eric's going to bring up reparations being passed in San Francisco. That'll blow your mind. But this just came out just a few moments ago. Um, we're a live show, but we're a podcast, so we cover it all. Uh, uh, St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gartner's office announced that Kim did file her motion in response to Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey, her filing denies any wrongdoing. Ooh, of course. And says the court needs to dismiss the lawsuit. Um, the Attorney General filed a co warranto a petition, a petition to remove Gardner. That was back in February. Bailey said that she's failed to do her duties. Uh, Gardner has responded to the accusation saying she's not going to step down. Um, so... It's back and forth. They're going at each other right now. This, of course, all came to a head when Janae Edmondson lost both of her legs. Uh, Tennessee volleyball player in town when, of course, Daniel Riley, who should have been in prison, uh, was driving a car, speeding illegally, no license, caused an accident that hit her on the side of the road, taking her legs. So now prominent attorney Ronald Sullivan has been approved to represent Gardner in her legal battles He's, he's as big as it gets in these situations. Um, he's a high-profile case guy. Um, he was in the Harvey Weinstein case. He represented former New England Patriot Aaron Hernandez, who was acquitted of a double murder, by the way. And Gardner's request for an out-of-a-town attorney to represent her was accepted by the judge. Uh, not sure how, how she's going to be paying for him, but that is happening. Um but not everybody's convinced that her legal team is going to be able to mount a successful defense. Um, good friend of the show, St. Louis defense attorney Scott Rosenblum, who worked on Gardner's prosecution of former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens, believes that the attorney general has a case and a strong case for Gardner to be removed from her position. She's gone. You know, if it was me, if I was Kim Gardner, I would say, you know, I'm here to do what's best for the community. If you guys think I'm doing a bad job and I can even see that some of the, the logic that you guys are trying to get rid of me because I'm not doing my job or that I'm not leading this department well, I want to do what's best for the community. Therefore, I resign. 
I swear that's exactly how I would feel. The, she is literally not doing her job. Literally. And she's lying about some of the documents that she said the courts. She's blaming we all of this stuff on the courts. We showed them here. She, we did. She's blaming this all in the courts. The courts are looking at her like, uh, you're nuts. I don't know what you're talking about. So she's. I don't know if that's a case to be brought up in in a in a, a review on her. But she literally just needs to go. She needs to do it for the for Tashara. Tashara doesn't want her there. No, she doesn't want to clean up the mess. Tashara's too uh, um, having too much fun with um, uh, our representative in three one four day downtown at the at Ballpark Village. She wants to have fun. She wants to try to have a little bit of economic development. I'm I'm going to stick up for Tashara. As a matter of fact, I think she's saying the right things, and she doesn't want, even want you there. I don't feel like Tashara Jones, and this is me saying this, Tabitha. I know you hate when I do this, but. <laughs> I think that the only Soros person. She just rolled her eyes. Only, I didn't roll my eyes. I was looking around like, why? What is it that I? Tashara Jones could. <laughs> Tashara Jones could be a factor to bring St. Louis back. Okay, she, there we go. And she now does, I get it. Now you've tipped the scale. <laughs> Not going to happen, Eric. Not going to happen. But she doesn't. I'll, Puppy but, dogs and sunshine. But and we rainbows. can we can agree on this. She doesn't want her in the prosecutor's office anymore. I can tell. I can feel that. In she the doesn't. press conferences, I can feel it. She's like, I'm done with this. Let's get rid of this George Soros DA. Put someone in there that's liberal still. Fine. Don't be ridiculous. Fine. But when you, <laughs> when you, but I would love to see a, there's nothing politically wrong. You commit a crime, you do the time. There's nothing politically wrong well, with that. Well, A, I feel like we've talked this subject into the ground. Kind of. We talk about well, it we're going every in, darn day. But we're going into a new phase of but this. This is a new phase. That's, I, this is a new is phase. It is. Her it is, attorney is. team is a big deal. It is a big and deal. And that attorney is a big deal. And, and But this is what I've said from day one, mm. and you guys know I've said this. It's not going to be that easy to get her out of her position. I, I am 100% for her being terminated, for her losing her law license. I would love to see that. I would love to see it happen to all the George Soros prosecutors if across George the country. If George is funding this but thing, then Jones that needs is, to be brought out. To Shore, well, it, it is. It's going yeah. well, it's it's, it to be. It's, it's it private money, though. I'm going to tell it's you, it's money. coming from one of the funds that represents these DAs that are a part of it. We are just like the same funds that was giving Lester Holt money at NBC to get his message out. They are funding it. I don't have proof of it, but I promise you it's what's happening. Okay. They're going to pull out every stop to defend her. Every stop the liberal pocketbook has, all the Sor George Soros money they can get their hands on. And George Soros money isn't him handing Kim Gardner a paycheck. Correct. It's him funding all of these yes. different sources yes. and then her withdrawing money from those sources right. to pay her Defense fund. Et How are you going to trace that money? Because it's, that's important it's, here. It's it doesn't traceable, matter, but but it doesn't matter end, yeah, where the money's matter. coming from. It doesn't matter. It's private money. It's private money. But here's the deal: it won't be taxpayer money, right? But it's it's another case of George Soros coming in and saving the day. This guy that's trying to kill St. Louis is coming in and saving the day. This is a big story. All but the little facets of this story are big. But her constituents don't care if George Soros. Yeah. Is funding her. They know. They don't care. Yeah, but how big is that constituent? You already told me that only 10 to 20% yeah. of the electorate actually votes well, down in St. Louis. There's no hope. That's th why. That's where it is, Eric. Um, what, what Scott Rosenblum didn't say is the Missouri Supreme Court situation. I have now been told by several attorneys she's going to lose in court. That Andrew Bailey's, the the 
the filing that he put on her, he's going to win. However, that's not the end of the game. The end of the game will be the Missouri Supreme Court. And that's where this attorney Sullivan helped her win with the Supreme Court the last time around when she got the slap on the wrist. So I know we've talked about it. It comes back out because now she has filed. She is defiant. She's not going anywhere. Uh, Tashara Jones will not be saying anything else, Eric. She will not say another word. Oh, I disagree. She came out. If it comes to her office, she'll say something about no, it. I but it's not coming it. to her office. Like okay. Kevin said She's on the comment line. She's out of it now. She said what she said. Yeah, and she it's doesn't gone. care. She's she, like Kevin said on the comment line. The only reason why Jones spoke out against it because it's affecting her personally. She wants her gone. It, no, she she wants her gone because she wants yeah, Jones she wants to keep but her she job. But, Correct. But she won't say anything else because she doesn't need to. She's already on record. Anything else she says now will only Okay, I'll tell you what, Vic. The next time someone gets shot down at the, the, the home opener at the baseball game and it's some kid that wasn't in jail because he has priors if that and happens, that's on the news, yeah. you don't think that Shara Jones is going to come out again and say, all right, enough is enough. Bye. You're, she, you're 100% she, right, I think Eric. she will then. And I'm agreeing with Eric to the point where to Shara Jones, I agree she's all in the same Democratic camp and very, very liberal. But I did see her in person right around the volleyball time, yes. and she was broken up. Unless she's a good actress, but I don't think so. And my daughter and I, and I were talking yesterday. Who they own the house in the city? They do not mm -hmm. like Kim Gardner at all. But they do think that Tashara Jones has a heart. Yes, not saying she's done the right thing, but maybe this will make her. Yeah, do that. I can see it in Tashara. Let me, Lida Cruson. She looked like a scared rat. She didn't want to oh, do she was anything. A scared rat. Tashara to, to has come out on camera talking about economic development. That's interesting. She talks, she got a new police chief. I don't know what the dynamic with that new chief is yet, but she got a new police chief in this town. She outspoken on camera talked about he getting is not rid of the a prosecutor. Yes, he's not a yes man. He's not a yes man. What, but he's he's, he, he's very it. northeast. No, but he's earning his stripes within the department yes. right now. But I'm hearing there are some positive things, but Good. I was told do not ever think that this guy came here to be Tashara's yes man. There you go. There's Good. another. I'm glad so we'll see. We'll see. She likes money. She likes power. I'm telling you, give her a chance. It's too give late. Give her a chance. It's too late. Look how many died. We'll watch her. How many her. people have died under her watch? It's too late. There's. It, it's too late. I will never give her a chance. She had her chance. And look how many people have died under her watch. Seriously. Let me respond but, to this real fast. Is Eric a liberal? This yes. This is from the text line. Is Eric a On liberal? On some days. Not every day. I'm not a liberal. No, not at <laughs> all. I'm not a liberal. Not even close. You're a, what do you consider yourself? <laughs> I don't. Can, I have never put badges on myself. I don't. I'm not a Boy Scout. I don't have badges all over my shirt saying conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican. <laughs> well, you have to have GOP, a badge. Elephant. That's I'm a not great that, analogy. That's not my thing. Dog. You have to Here, vote. You on. either vote Republican Shh. or you vote Democrat. Did you vote for Biden? No, I'm kidding. I don't do that. That's not my gig. My gig is this. He won't tell I us. look at the environment. And I just want our politicians to be invisible. Did I don't, you ever vote for Trump? I don't want to see them. I don't, want to, I don't want to talk to them. I want them to take out the trash, fill the potholes. By the way, don't ever drive downtown St. Louis without putting on another suspension system or putting new tires <laughs> on your car. I want to My talk God, more about your It is insane. So, here, so I'm not liberal. I, I am a, I'm a conservative by nature. I believe that do anything you want in this country, but... Play by the rules of the Constitution. Play by the rules of, the rule. of not hurting anybody. Play by the rules. If you do hurt somebody, you're going to jail for a long time. I, I'm not. A, I'm, 
I don't what know. direction but do you what vote? I'm saying about, Did you but, vote but for I'm Trump? Saying, who cares about Trump? Answer the question. For God's sakes, girl. Yeah, for God's sakes, girl. That's... I'm not talking about... I don't care about politics. Did I don't care about politicians. I don't care about politicians. I care about... I don't even want to care about Kim Gardner, to be honest with you. I don't want to see her face. I, I can't stand seeing her on, in the news anymore because she is just this belligerent little fill-in-your-own-adjective. I want her gone. I want her gone because I want somebody to care about walking down Washington Avenue from 8 o'clock till midnight where all the cool bars are, but no one seems to care, so it's not a safe place anymore. I want my mom, or my mom's passed away, I would like my family to be able to go to a St. Louis baseball game without fear of being hijacked. That's what I'm talking about. And that's why I keep bringing up voting. And I'm not talking about you specifically. Who cares but about... If, but if people aren't voting for the right people, then guess what? You're going to continue... I, I agree with that. You're going to continue to get this. I agree with that. But I don't want to wake up in the morning thinking about who I'm freaking voting for. Should I be just your number one do thought that. every single I day. I don't want to do that because I want our, our leaders to... If you want to run for a job, if Lizzie wants to run for a job, and she decides she wants to do another job. When she gets the job, she should be fired. Correct? If I hire you to come in and take care of the produce at Schnucks, yet you're over there trying to check people out, probably going to get fired, right? I have no idea what you're talking about, but yet yeah, maybe. Or a raise. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking I right? would get a raise. All right. You, that's, what, that's what's going on with a lot of these people in, in politics today. We elect them. Yet they want to go do something else. Most but, of it's it, most of it is this, well, this social. So you're justice electing garden. them to be started, mayor, but they want no, to be president. This all started with Kim Gardner. This let's get it's all Kim Gardner. She has her new legal right. team. She is fighting 100 percent hard. She says she's not going anywhere. I'm telling you, it's going to go all the way back to the Supreme Court. That's where it's going to be. It doesn't matter anything else that happens. It's going to come down to the Supreme Court just like it did last time. It will. And, and and she's got her same attorneys right back. She's digging in for the fight. Here we go. Are people going to be more safe in St. Louis or not? We'll see. She has about five, I repeat, about five assistant circuit attorneys working to cover about 400 murders. You tell me what's I, I going guess if I'm going to the Supreme, If I'm going to the Supreme Court, dereliction, one of the... Is and I don't know. I, I guess we need to talk to Scott Rosenbaum on this show Rosenbaum. about this and say, "Hey, is it is dereliction of duty? Is that a thing?" I it mean, could be, but it's the Supreme Court's decision. It it'll be up to them. There's no black and white. It'll just be their decision. However, there's some. I'm told by a Missouri state senator, there's still they've got a card quote Trump card that they're going to be able to use. Worst case scenario to bring in oversight over the city, which is the whole other issue that's kind of gotten lost in this Kim Gardner situation, that would be her boss if she were still in office. I hope that the as Supreme well. Court. So don't forget about that. Yeah, who's going to replace her? That's what I'm I thinking I hope the about. Supreme Court has the ability to take a step back and go, man, so, St. Louis is jacked up and we got to start. Well, we so have to don't start forget, putting our foot down a little bit. It's easy. We get sidetracked on a daily basis because there's this story, that story, this story. That is still there. Before this Kim Gardner situation came to light with Janae Edmondson, you still had works in the mix. We had people in the studio talking about it. There's still an effort to bring in state control in St. Louis City, whether Kim Gardner is there or not, where she would be answering to somebody else. And guess what? Deal with it. Because our city, as much as we don't want to say it, it is it, it can be a cog in the wheel and it's an issue. 
it's a massive issue. So we'll continue to cover that story. Okay, real quick, we got to get to this. Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA. He was their founder. He travels the country if you haven't seen him. Super intelligent, super entertaining. Nobody beats him at debates. They just don't because he's talking policy, principle, and truth, not feelings and how somebody's feeling. Um, 100 protesters last night at the University of California, Davis, they surrounded the venue. You want to talk about people who should be arrested, but once again, not one person was arrested. They were trying to disrupt the event. When he arrived, they were throwing eggs at him. Guy's just trying to go into the place. Eggs being thrown at him. Um, protesters all wearing black. Who is that, Tabitha? Antifa. They were clashing. Antifa. They were clashing with law enforcement officers who refused to arrest them. They smashed windows. They were not arrested. They hurled eggs. They were not arrested. So police used pepper spray and blocked the protesters from actually entering the University Credit Union Center where the event was held. Uh, it wasn't a, pro a peaceful protest. Even Elon Musk jumped in on Twitter and said not a peaceful protest at all about the whole situation uh, with what was going on. So it, you're not going to hear about this with national media. You're not going to hear about it with local media because that's what happens. But you better damn well know that we're going to cover it and tell you what these people think that they can do to people no matter where you go. It's a small group, minority group, but they're always the loudest and they're violent. You're not going to stop until you start arresting these people. That's right. Exactly my point. It's exactly my point. You can do whatever you want in this damn country. That makes me a libertarian, right? Well, they're terrorists. Well, they they also that makes me a libertarian. I mean, well, they just, spray painted the sides of the wall with graffiti too. You yeah. do anything Go ahead you and want. Do it. If you if you wreck someone California else's property, if you if you assault them, if you do anything that's on camera and it's all on camera. You go to jail. Your bond is set high. You don't get out of jail, especially these old punks. They don't have any money to get out they of don't jail. Go to, they don't go to jail. And, and, and well, if they I, do, and they get bailed I understand out. They There's don't. over a $3 million bail fund set up to bail them yes. out. You know, in these these liberal colleges, Great. it's then a you, guess fend what? for yourself if you know, you're Charlie Even if you Kirk. get bailed out, like Tabitha says, and these you know, are they, dangerous got a big, people. they got this bail fund, fine. It still follows you around for the rest of your life. Cammy you're Harris. in the system. Even if you don't go to court, you've now just forfeited your these right. These people don't care. You know, Cammy Harris, is, they she's will care when they're raise funds. Not these people will never care. It doesn't matter. They're anti-government. They just do it. Of course it they should be arrested. It doesn't really matter. But they're not being arrested. And when they are arrested, they're out of jail the same night. Night because Cammie Harris raised $3.5 million to bail them out of jail. And what we have to remember about groups like Antifa, they're not just people who cause chaos on campuses. These are the people who the FBI believes are targeting uh, power substations who are potentially causing no. some of these train derailments who are truly a domestic terror organization all white, in all the white United people States. or mostly white people yes. wearing all black or mostly Dude, black. Dude, it's the old starting emos. Neo-Nazis is, is what they it's are. It's the old emos, emos from sure. 1980. And, and they I'm keep sorry, getting by with exactly it. Who it is. If we would take the yes. cancel this crew and we would all dress in black and we're obviously all white and we went and did it though, we would be in jail. Eric already has several Antifa jackets. Dude, let me <laughs> well, tell you. Well, wear something. your Antifa jacket and try it. And I bet your He's little wearing butt one is in today. jail. I will. They're I, here's heavily the only funded, difference. Eric. Heavily the funded. The only by difference Soros. between these people and this 80s emos is they used to do Dungeons and Dragons back then. Now they just go harass no, it's about No, it's about money. George For Soros funds them. They have, and they're funded by all different types of groups. They have so much funding. It's unbelievable. It is. It's unreal. And think about this. If Kim Gardner, let's say, loses her job, 
We're going to see these Antifa folks come from all over the country here to St. Louis to Can cause I ask you chaos. A question? You're Can I ask see... you a question? Yes. Why don't the conservatives, quote unquote, the badasses, quote unquote, the guys that don't take because any crap. Because they'll go to prison. Hold on. Why don't they show some balls and go down there and, and they say, did. hey, Antifa, what's up? What, what city are you from? San they Francisco? Did. Kick and you ass. know what? Where are those guys? They're at? in prison because you know what? They're called Oath are Keepers. They? Yeah, and they're a lot called, of them are. Yeah, they're, remember Oath Keepers? Well, what, what about the soccer dads prison. from West County saying, yeah, we don't really want your type out here? What about those guys that aren't in, affiliated with anybody? Again, Where are the community you would go leaders? To prison. You can't stand up against Antifa because if you do, you will go to prison. Just well, like no, it depends so on, many people. It depends on the city. It depends on the area, Tabitha. It does not. Vic, it yeah, does, it does not depend on the area. If it Remember in Ferguson, and they had Oath Keepers protecting businesses? They were threatened that they had to leave or face arrest. No, that and was, they're out there trying to protect businesses. That was early in the process. That's kind of what started it. And now we have Oath Keepers and all of the Proud Boys. You know where all these people are? They're in prison because they went to January 6th to stand up for us patriots, for us Americans, Eric. It's unfortunate we don't have anyone to have our backs. That's scary, but we don't. We don't. We don't. Even, and I even don't think a, you don't agree, but we don't. Eric, well, it, it, Jamie from uh, the text line thinks I'm out of touch. Do I sound out of touch? I think I do, actually. Well, I think you sound out of touch to people on our <laughs> chat line, but I don't think you're out of touch in society. You think Amongst the like liberals. a lot no, of kidding. people. Well, there's even conservatives. You're not out of touch, Eric. That no, have their not. head in the sand. Nope. Yeah. And you're that person. It almost I'm, seems like, Eric, you're trying to create, you're like, it's like a call to arms. Hey. We're meeting downtown at the courthouse. Well, we're yeah. going to welcome everybody and anybody. Come on down. Let's you just go. Have we're a, forming it's our like yeah. if we find out Antifa is getting off Southwest Airline planes from Portland or wherever they're coming from, it seems like there would be a lot of soccer dads that say, you know what? We're kind of sick of our city getting blown up. So we'll, we'll see you down there. Have fun. We'll have fun. We'll just have a talk. If, but that right. never, ever freaking happens. Well, there's very few conservatives in the city of St. Louis. But Eric, if this all of a sudden started to become a massive, massive issue, in St. Louis County or St. Charles County, and the call to arms went out, I guarantee, and people felt threatened, or men or dads felt that their families were threatened. And they are. Hell freaking yes. Yeah. There would be groups showing up yeah. to say, oh, really? We're, we're here to protest yeah. against you. Yeah. But once again, as Tabitha and Lizzie have always said, it's not in conservatives' nature to go put on a scene. Not, not a scene. Like we'll bring the beer. Antifa we'll bring a, a keg. Lot of we'll, so we'll just have a talk like to do we'll have because talk. we would go to prison if if, if you if, would. Let's say let's say it wasn't <laughs> if, let's say it wasn't Charlie Kirk. If it was some liberal speaker at a college and we got a group together of our listeners and we went and we sprayed graffiti all over the college campus. We attacked them. We attacked their security. We would all be in prison. For a very long time. If it's a liberal city, 100%, yes. Yes. 100%. So that's what's going on, the whole Charlie Kirk situation, wherever. And it's not the first time it's happened, and unfortunately it won't be the last. The same thing has happened to Ben Shapiro when he has gone and tried to speak at certain events as well. Correct. If you try to say anything that the other side doesn't want to hear, or if you even show up, that's what's unfortunate is that those things continue to still happen. And as much as woke and cancel is being called out for the first time ever, you still have several groups. They're not going anywhere. They're still going to cause problems for people who call themselves conservatives or people who just want to go and have a conference. There is nothing wrong with Charlie Kirk being invited by the college campuses group to have him in. Other groups are allowed to have their speakers in on the college campus. 
That's where the problem occurs. There's nothing wrong. But these groups don't get called out. If the police aren't doing anything and the media isn't going to call them out, well, then they're going to continue to do what they do. Why aren't they considered a domestic terrorist organization? Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, they've been determined to be domestic terrorist organizations. So why why not Antifa? It should be. Well, look who's in office. It's Joe Biden, and you've got Joe Biden um, calling out certain situations. You've got Joe Biden... Uh, going after Ron DeSantis um, when it comes to transgender surgeries. It's another topic we're talking about. Scotty, when you get a chance, if you can pull up that other video from today, I mean, you've got Joe Biden refusing yesterday on stage to answer questions about the banking industry, and he hobbles off stage. I mean, literally hobbles off stage. You've also got him doing interviews with Comedy Central from Harold and Kumar. I mean, seriously, as if it's some serious interview going after Ron DeSantis for not allowing any surgeries for trans kids that want to have surgeries. This is the situation where Joe Biden finishes his press conference. Just check this out. Watch what happens when he's asked about banking questions. California. Mr. President, what do you know right now about why this happened? And can you assure Americans that there won't be a ripple effect? Do you expect other banks to fail, Mr. President? Thank you, Mr. President. That's our leader. Can you show that again, Scotty? (laughs) I I can't even comment. Mr. President, what do you know right now about why this happened? And can you assure Americans that there won't be a ripple effect? Do you expect other banks to fail, Mr. President? I put this on my Facebook oh yesterday. Oh, my God. The back of his head should be his presidential picture. Oh, my God. That is the quote-unquote president of the United States. Oh. No, that is the quote-unquote media. Oh. The media who is oh. so uncurious about anything these days. They should have said, I mean, they should have been yelling. They should have been yelling as many questions. It was the only one that said anything in the background was Peter Ducey. And you hear the voice. The You're right. You do. Guy. You hear the voice. And look at the picture that's up there right now. <laughs> Who is this guy? Okay, that doesn't even look like the same one. It doesn't. It's 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 not. Is why it's not. Uh, <laughs> well, you just Can have I to look this? at his yeah. ears and his beating. Well, eyes. here's the other part. This is from Monday night's interview with the the Daily on Comedy Central. Um, him. This this is Biden going after DeSantis because DeSantis isn't allowing kids to have transgender surgeries. Kids. A transgender kids is a really harder thing. Thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. Look at his forehead. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, mm-hmm. you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become Actually, a woman. Actually, that's bullcrap. I, I mean, what, what, what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is... I don't know. It's cruel. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable. A transgender kid. All right, you see those two. Okay, so this is the first one walked out the door. And I. this is just my opinion. I think that's the real Joe. And he walks out because he's got dementia and he's stupid. And he was evil in the day, but now he just can't do anything. This dude, with if you look at his forehead, 
I think he's got a mask on. I really do. And this dude is evil, either being paid by somebody. But, I mean, he's straight from hell. And I know that's strong. But anybody that wants to mutilate children is straight from hell. That's who he is. I don't don't even need to pot in on that one. That's exactly right. What was the deal with Close to sinful. He's calling Ron DeSantis and his actions close to sinful. What was the deal with uh, yesterday? Um... So DeSantis comes out with it. Didn't he show some video online about what happens to chan- transgender kids during the, the operation? Correct. That's that's how he responded, and that's what I was. Isn't trying that what to he did? He I showed, didn't see it. I don't. Yeah, I didn't see it. I Ron heard DeSantis, about it. He showed video yesterday of what can happen to kids. Yes, like, that's exactly gangster right there, man. If you are doing something. If you're like, you know what, I'm just going to use your leverage against you. you. What did you just say about transgenderism? It's 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 morally right. Is that what you just said? Okay, let's show some. Run the video. No, you know we what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, he's not saying for you, Scotty. Just, but that's that's what he's trying. Yeah, to do. it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. It is so crazy that we. I've said it so many times that we live in the twilight zone. That we know that there's more than one Joe Biden, we know that it is not okay. Anybody that has the most single ounce of common sense does not take a kid that's nine and go, oh, they're a human. Okay, little Joe. Then So now you have a dress on, so let's go mutilate your body parts. I mean, what in the hell it's is going on? It's child abuse. Well, I will it look at it today. Abuse. I'll look at it today, and here's the deal. Children, we all know in this room, and it is evil because I think that the people who are pushing this know it. Okay. They do know and it. And here, so that's why it's evil. We'll, so we'll just, so if someone says, well, why is it evil? We just have a difference of opinion. No, it's evil because both sides know the ramifications of messing with kids. Number two, a kid's brain, and we've known this for not hundreds of years, but thousands of years, is not fully developed. And the number is, it, the number is debatable. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's 18, maybe it's 26. But psychologists believe that we are not fully mature or fully engaged in our in our mental capacity um, till the age of twenty six years old. So if that's the case, and a and a five year old comes up to their teacher in high, in elementary school and says, "I think I'm a girl," right? Then what that means is that you have twenty some odd years till your brain is fully developed to make the a decision that's going to be that life altering and that life changing. And that's where it gets evil. You don't have the capacity to understand. No, you, you don't have the capacity yet, little kid, to understand a romantic relationship between yourself and your future whoever. And until somebody is 18, this should never be allowed. When somebody is an adult and they can make their own decisions for themselves then they can choose to do whatever they want to do. But it is absolutely child abuse. No, you don't bring a, a scalpel out to any kid. No. Yeah, maybe their tonsils, yeah. but nothing else. No. no, children, like you said, Eric, so perfectly. Children, they have no idea. Look at all the stories of people who said, you know what? I wanted to do this when I was younger, but my parents wouldn't let me. And thank God they didn't, because now I would never, ever have done that. Because o- over time, my feelings and my thoughts have changed. But isn't it interesting he chose the daily and Cal Penn, I mean, literally, Cal Penn, uh, an actor. And guess who Cal Penn is? Cal Penn is uh, is a gay man married to a gay man, and they're and all for these transgender surgeries. They're pushing so that's this. who Biden chose to do his interview with. Yeah, 
Have you ever seen, okay, you guys might not, but I have a granddaughter who likes, and she's six and a half months old, and she watches something called Miss Rachel. And if you ever pull her up, she's amazing for babies. You don't want babies a lot to watch movies or anything, but she's real cute, and she talks to the kids just like this, like, Mama. But anyway, my point is, when you watch about the fourth or fifth show, I said to my son-in-law last night, there's now a transgender in this video. Yeah, that's got to get, that's And crazy. so he looked at it and he's like, oh my gosh, they're even messing with infants. They have transgenders now trying to talk to infants. It's okay. The opposite of Mr. Rogers, where Mr. Rogers would say a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. This dude is literally saying, if you're a boy, it's okay to be a girl to a six and a half month yeah. old. That's how early they're starting. And, Indoctrination, and, and this isn't, this isn't new. This isn't no, new. No, it isn't new. Because back in, the, I remember back in, back in my day, Scotty, um, <laughs> women would try, would be, and this is, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I, it used to freak me out a little bit. Women who I knew were, were completely heterosexual would act like they were lesbians. And it was, to me, what I was told, it was like, a, yeah, it's a fashion thing. They go out in public and they, they kiss each other and they love each other. And it's like, they're cup, they're a couple, but it's to get attention from guys. And that was told to me. I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense to me. There's an element of this a little bit. It's like we talk about the emo kids, the kids that are kind of pushed out, shunned over here. This is an outlet for them. This is a way that they can garner attention in high school. This is a way they can garner attention after high school. This is a fashionable thing. They don't, if they sat and actually, you know, what was a, a full individual, they might recognize I'm a heterosexual. Well, but this, but I get a lot of attention. Help me process through this thought that I'm having. So, yes. like when you're a kid, you mimic a lot of things you see on TV. Correct. Like yes. you run around the playground, you want to be Bo and Luke Duke or the Dukes of Hazard. I'm just going back to like my 80s time. reference. Right. So these kids are seeing this on TV now, thinking that, hey, yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. But do I want to run around right now like Bo and Luke Duke from the Dukes of Hazard? No, kind of. I don't. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of I mean, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to go back to that time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But. It's almost it's it's being forced on them so much they don't know what they want right. at they all. Don't. That's they exactly. have no idea. I wanted to be Eddie Van Halen, but I can't be Eddie Van Halen. Right? I can't. You're Eric, <laughs> you're you, and that's okay. I like not, you. It's not okay, but like but just it's all I got. But just it's grooming is what's going on. It's just it's grooming. It's really bad, and it's trying to naturalize. Uh, pedophilia Correct. is what this is all about. And it's about uh, those people they call, what do they call them? Pedosexuals? Yes. You know, it, it's where they, they believe that you can, uh, that everyone is the same and everyone, uh, what I know there's a word for it, about age, so age neutral or something. The I can't issue remember we're the term. digging into here, is it based on the not having the kids have to deal with it's this? Like if you're 18, hey, do what you want to do. It's whatever. Or is it because it's it's fashion? It is fashion. I'm sorry, it is. And here's what here's why. But I not. Say. But let's let's not get caught up. Most kids are not doing this. It's just some. It's As a matter of fact, most. most here, so here's the deal. But none of them should be doing it at that age. Well, or they shouldn't be indoctrinated. So here's the deal. For sure. Here's the deal. Back in the old days, there was this guy named Sigmund Freud, and he came up with this thing. He goes, "The reason people have a sex drive is to reproduce." If you don't reproduce, there's no humans, and it's the it's like a virus, kind of. We're we're like a virus. <laughs> we're like a virus. A man <laughs> and Speak a woman, yourself. and a man and a woman uh, are attracted so to each other through the id, through the through the libido, and it's it's a, it's an actual scientific thing. 
And once you become older, you start to get these attractions through puberty, yada, yada, yada. I feel like I'm and in sixth grade health right, class. Right, hold on. But the whole but Here's let's, the penis. let's take the let's, let's take the fashion out of transgenderism. Let's just take the fashion out of it. And I'm not saying all transgenders. You're talking about the trendiness. In in, yeah, in in science, there's a reason for a man and a woman to be together, correct? There is. I'm sorry, it just is. It's just to repopulate the earth. Anything That's outside religion. of that, anything outside of that is recreational, correct? Would you agree that putting on a boa and going down to gay pride parades is a recreational thing? It's it's, well, fashion, it's a lifestyle correct? for sure. some people. And I'm not saying anything bad about that. As a libertarian, as the as the house libertarian, I'm saying knock yourself out. I, we used to love the house libertarian. Now we're a house. Most gay people, Eric, the, don't as, support this. As the house libertarian, we used to look forward to taking our Heinekens down to Fremont and Seattle, <laughs> watching the midnight gay bike ride down and just say, hey, what's up? Guys, I all looking good over there, and they were all naked. So we uh, we all want to get you a sign that says House Libertarian. I love it. I'll take it. Most gay yes. people, Eric, do not support this. This is the tiny exactly. This is what? the tiny, tiny, so tiny. Fringe, if you're really gay, far left. If you're really gay, if you are a real homosexual, and there are people out there yes. that are certainly homosexual. Yes. I'm not talking about transgender. I'm talking legitimately like they put on a three-piece suit, they go have a nice job, and then nobody for years knows that they're actually gay. Most gay Those people, kind of people are just like we are. Exactly. They want the same things. It just happens to be that they, that they have a different uh, like for different, of a different so sex. So here's, what I'm, here's wrong my with point that, I'm trying to make, in my opinion. To. Let's start putting people in silos. It's time. There's people that like there are people that are transgender that dig the lifestyle and I am super super happy for them. Usually they're they're past 21 years old, okay? There's homosexuals, gay men, gay women. They love each other. I am completely cool with them having a marriage certificate so they get all the tax benefits that we get, okay? It's just a it's a document between you and the state. Fine, whatever. You knock yourself out, have a nice lifestyle. Once you're under 12 years old, Here's the other silo. 12? It's off limits. 12? Is that 18. It? At least 18. 18. How about that, Vic? Did that make, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a little yeah. better. Okay, 18 years old. If you're in a, any public institution, high school or whatever, you do not talk to a counselor about getting a sex change. I don't see. I don't agree with that. Okay. I, we'll be here all week. Don't forget to tip your bartenders and waitresses. No. Good night, everybody. Tamir Johnson, <laughs> bass guitar, on, on vocals. Scotty Gerken. Take the stage. What I the can hell? explain because here's the thing. I, I have met and known a yes. lot of gay people in my lifetime. And a lot of these kids are in a true struggle. There's a lot of suicide and drug addiction and alcoholism amongst kids who are gay. And they need someone to talk to. Now, I don't, if they feel like that they have a counselor at school that they can talk to about these things, I yes. have no problem with that. Now, I don't want a counselor guiding them and that's telling the them, problem, yes, Tabitha. you need to do this. Okay, that's, that's the problem. problem. I didn't go far enough. That's the problem, I didn't go far Tabitha. enough. And, and the problem is, enough. is that schools right now have counselors who are trying to help these kids get puberty blockers and get sex change okay, operations. Now you're making Okay, Eric's you're point. making my point. Don't, don't say but you don't no, disagree no, no. with me. Because I think that they do need someone at school to talk to. Yes, but that's not but that's not the point Eric's making. My point is this. He's if, talking if, about sex silos. If a 10-year-old walks into <laughs> Bell Reeve Elementary School's counselor, according to Tabitha over here, if if you walk into the counselor's office, the counselor goes, Johnny or, or Sarah, that's very interesting. I think it's time we get your parents involved. Hi, Mrs. Uh, Jenkins. Can you come down to the school? I just had a very interesting conversation with your daughter. Exactly. Boom! That's yep. the tactic of how you handle it. 
Well, and, and they don't, though. Like Jay on oh. the chat line says, there's a much bigger picture. And Tabitha, I think you were going to that. It's the pedo agenda. Think about. I don't even this, know what that is. Okay, that goes all the way back to what we were talking about. It kind of ties in here to Kim Gardner and the Epstein lawyer. Think and about Epstein anxiety. Islands. Yeah, yeah, and all that. <laughs> there is so many people in very high-powered places yes. that are pedophiles. I'm going to call it out. They are. Okay. They were on Epstein Island, and they are trying to normalize pedophilia yeah. they they literally are so that think it's, a, it's okay to just you know abuse children and yeah. have sex with children there is a big agenda do you think going it's important here. right now and i do that we find out verbatim what happened on that island because somebody I knows do. well that's a whole nother subject but, yes. no but i'm asking we Vic, just can't click we just can't do a quick hit and the term well, they, well no. it's just a quick hit went over there we, that's why i'm asking no, if, if there's a, a bigger whole, agenda. that's a whole show can i throw something yeah. in before we switch topics to pedo pedo island no. <laughs> is the, is what lizzie's talking about and what aaron aaron reminded me of the term i couldn't think of earlier it's called minor attractive yeah, people yes. they're trying to normalize adults having sexual fantasies or etc about children and you know here in the state of missouri back in the day when we used to when we used to interview Eric Schmidt, who was attorney general back then, I asked him if he would do what other states are doing, and that would be to to outlaw sex dolls, these pedoph- pedoph- pedophile sex dolls here in the state of Missouri. Sex what? They're dolls. They, they dolls. look like children. Oh, okay. They look like real children, and pedophiles buy them, and it's a step below actually molesting a real child and many other states have outlawed them where do you buy them and here you can I've buy them on amazon online, online. online oh i've never even heard and of here them. in the state of missouri these child sex dolls are still legal and someone needs to outlaw them and i asked him about that he had no idea what i was talking about but they are legal here and and people buy these dolls yes. and then what just like serial killers once they're tired of, a, of the, the little doll they move on to a real child. Absolutely. And it's been proven that that's what these are for, and no one even talks about it. No one does anything about it. And you can buy them here in the state of Missouri. How, it's ridiculous. How frequent are they purchased? They find them. Some, and whenever you, I've never heard of this. Despite if you talk because you're not a pervert, news. exactly, you're not a pervert. I, but, you're not a pervert. Yeah, but That's I heard about why. all you know kinds how, you of know why I know about doing it? the news. You know why I know about it? Because I write a crime blog. And a lot of times when children are murdered by pedophiles, they find these dolls in their homes. So it happens just very infrequently. No, it happens frequently. What's frequently? You see it with frequently. People who human what does frequently people, people who are, are pedophiles who... Rape and molest children. No, but what are what have are the, these in their homes? Just no, like you it. might have porn. What they what, have, they have these have sex dolls. <laughs> what I'm not saying you specifically, what, but what no, I don't, what I don't frequent? have the FBI statistics, but I would say it's One, often. At, it's I think often. what we'll do. I'm going to ask my daughter who fights human trafficking to yes. come on the show. She can give you statistics. Um, yeah, we need to get often all enough. She fights human stats. trafficking, so I will bring her. That'd on. be great, so it's, we can so we can add some punch yeah, she's, to she's got all what's the stats. actually happening. It's often enough that these states, other states, including Tennessee, the closest one to us that has done this, close enough that they have made legislation um, where people in their state cannot buy them. Um, That's how big of a deal it is. We okay, and we're, like I said, we're going to continue to. Follow what's happening. And but sorry it's sad, for grossing everyone out. But it's sad that Biden, the whole story started, Biden decided to go after Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis then showed what's happening to kids getting transgender surgeries. And guess what? National media, the daily, 
uh, Cal Penn, they're not showing you the bad stuff that happens. No. They're not showing you the poison. And, of course, local news would never, ever attack or go into this except on a story where they were trying to um, go after, once again, Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey because Bailey was trying to stop Wash U and the hospitals and their clinics from going into hospitals and, quote, recruiting people. But those are stories that are still going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, I wish we had better news to get into. Eric brought it up. The San Francisco Board of Supervisors, they met yesterday. 100% unanimous decision. Unanimous. Every single people in the San Francisco Board of Supervisors backed a new reparations bill for any black city resident in the city of San Francisco to get $97,000 a year for 250 years and a home for just a dollar. Now, this is what the AP reported that came out of their meeting yesterday. And that would cost non-black families $600,000 that they would have to pay to make this work to give $97,000 a year and a home for a dollar to 50,000 black residents in San Francisco. And they have a $22 billion shortfall in California right now. They didn't even have a math formula to do this. They just came up with it out of their mind. The chair, the chair of the African-American Reparations Advisory Committee, Eric McDonald, said, uh, yeah, we didn't have a math aspect to this. We just figured that's a good amount. <laughs> and they'll just, and you're walking down the sidewalk in San Francisco, and there's hundreds hundreds of people that are like shooting um, drugs up their arm and smoking stuff and just right there and peeing all over the concrete. So sure, just go ahead and add the free stuff too. And, no big deal. And by the way, this is all, <laughs> this is all while, let's remind you again, the state of California, specifically San Francisco in this case, never had slavery in the state. <laughs> they never had the tenets of segregation. They didn't have white supremacy or systemic repression. Yet, they say that they need to do this there. Yeah. Well, it's happening right here in St. Louis. I mean, well, are we I'm, surprised? I'm glad that Come you on. brought it up. I'm yeah. glad. Well, Tabitha, it's not a matter of being surprised or not. You always say, are you surprised? Are you surprised? Our country is like on it's the down It's a matter slope. of reminding people what's actually being yeah. done in hardcore liberal and cities. And fault is That it? allow everything. The people that live there. Here's, here's just a quick map of St. Louis and the uh, sex offender registry. That's a lot of sex dolls. Sex what? Child sex dolls. I mean, you can't even see the city. Wow. No, it is. It, it's outrageous. Wow. It really is outrageous. Wow. Oh, look at the map. Look at the map. Scotty. And well, the we, closer you get into downtown St. Louis, the more you will see. Yes. Look at that. What what represent what is blue and red, Scott? Um because there's if different you, colors. Yeah, I didn't if you know click if something on it, that's a sex offender red. Because blue. they can mean they mean different things i looked this up before we talked uh -huh. about it when you look up a housing uh situation when you're going to move uh you should always look up or even if where you are look up where sex offenders live well the red for sure represents sex offenders and that's a pretty darn red map um does it say i don't know what blue is it doesn't give any description here of what's what i don't see anything that and some defines that. And some counties yeah. don't uh, allow them to be posted on this map. By the way, yeah, 
That's crazy. Or some cities, I should say. But I don't know what to make of it. There's a lot of bad going on, I guess. I just, it's hard to tell blue, red. Red might have been convicted. Blue might have been accused. It could be. I know they're all sex offenders because I've looked at that map before. Or it could be, you know, certain ages or level three versus level one. I don't know. If you have kids, look it up, by the way. Just make sure if you haven't, just you know what your neighborhood is. You do have to look it up. And it is pretty easy to look up. Um, you have, and before you have a child or a grandchild even go spend the night at someone else's house, you need to look up and yeah. see if their name's on there. That happened to me with my daughter that fights sex trafficking years ago. This girl wanted her to spend the night and spend the night, and I was like, gosh, something just sits wrong with me. So I looked it up, and sure enough, the dad was had been in prison for uh, molesting his own daughters. Oh, so how did we get into this again out of the just Joe Biden, unstable, transgender? Unstable. Because he said it's unstable. sinful. It's just uh, things are unstable. It's like we are having conversations, and you know what it's like? We are the common sense. We're just having this ridiculously stupid, over-the-top, common sense Discussion. A 12 year old kid comes in, they want to get their wiener chopped off. That's common sense. Nah, probably not a good idea. Nope. That's, and that's kind of like a full stop period kind of a conversation yeah. for me. No, sorry. Wait no. till you're 18 or 21. And then, but, but on the other side of that is this a very liberal mindset of where, no, that's okay. I think that's okay. The 12-year-old kid, let's go get your wiener cut off. Let's go to wash you. And that's where the rub in this damn show comes in for me. It's like, why can't common sense just be common sense? Because here's why, Eric. The only reason that this, quote, transgender surgery has gained any momentum whatsoever and why you saw a local news station, Fox 2, promoting it is because they had a parent who was promoting it my child just wants this sex change surgery, and we're starting with puberty blockers because I want my kid to do this. It's the parents. Child abuse. It's the parents, okay, Eric. Well, if the parents see, that's weren't, the if, there, if there were not several parents or many parents doing this or wanting it done, there wouldn't be any yeah. business for it. Correct. Yeah. It's the parents. Correct. It's the parents. As yeah. you hear me always this. talk about, everything starts at home with the parents. Yeah. 100%, everything. Vic. And that's why we got to really watch what we put in these kids' heads. I'm yes. telling you, that's half the battle right there is what we put in their heads. I, I feel like it started with, uh, you know, those violent video games. And then we moved up the ladder to to iPhones and iPads. And now we're we're actually pushing it on them. It's kind of, for a person yeah. that likes me, that likes common sense approach, it's like this. You have a $40,000 a year household. Your son comes to you and says, Dad, I have an opportunity to buy a $300,000 Maserati. All I need to do is get you to co-sign on it. The father has a commonsensical conversation with the kid. Do you have a job? No. Do you want me to pay for it? I can't get funded for that. Just put it on the credit card. The common sense is, no, we're not getting a Ferrari because we can't afford the damn thing. Yet the conversation, for some reason in this country, continues. You can't afford the damn Ferrari. You don't want to go into debt when your annual means of making paying for that car is like 10 years. You know, you'd have to work every day for 10 years to pay for this car. But we can't stop the conversations. That's the problem that I have, Tabitha. But we're having the, the Tabitha, wrong we're having the wrong conversations. It's it's the conversation is you should not mess with a kid. You shouldn't mess with the kids, but we gotta go back to the bigger picture. There's always a bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that we're making all of these laws and all of these rules. And, and people always want to say, oh, it's about gay people. It has nothing to do with gay people. We're making all of these laws and all of these rules for the very, very tiny, tiny 1%, less than 1% on the very far left. And it's not just 
the gender stuff and the puberty blockers. It's the reparations. Do you it, look so at so many a, a things governor? are happening? Why are why is our country? Do you Eric? look at a Bailey as a superhero or as Parson as a Who? superhero, or do you look at these guys our AG that are going after these? Um, uh, prosecutors or or anybody that's kind of going face to face with these liberals, you, I look at them as superheroes. I'm like, I wouldn't do it. It seems like it's kind of a dangerous proposition. They shouldn't be, but he is in this day and age because no one is fighting him, and I'm glad our new AG is. Yeah, no one else is doing it. Exactly why are we? Right. Why are we allowing any? Why are we allowing all of our rules, all of our laws, to be made by the very, very far fringe left? The less, I call it the 2% rule, the 2% over here. And it's not one thing. It's it's a handful of things. But Tabitha, this it's is, everything this that's is a taken compl- our country this down. Is a com- okay, this this is all complex. We're getting into several different issues all over the place. They're not happening in Missouri. So what you're, it, it's a it's a provincial thing. No, it, it's well, it is it is thing. happening in Missouri. You know what's, what Which, I'm talking about is happening in Missouri. Because here in Missouri, but you have to be, we be also have, we also, well, I'm talking about the 2% rule. All of the liberal policies that are being implemented Across this entire country, it is happening here what in Missouri. Liberal poli- yeah, what liberal policy? Yeah, what? I don't know. There's like a bazillion. Well, I need specifics because anybody can say bo- throw anything against because the wall. you can sit here and we can throw darts at the wall and no, find up what a thousand of them. Policy? Okay, well, yeah, be specific. One from this as point a, one as an example. Yes. One as an example is Title IX funding because uh, the the Biden administration is telling schools if you don't uh, have bathrooms available for tra- transgender kids, if you don't allow X number of counseling for these kids. If you don't allow all of these options and extra bathrooms and locker rooms and blah, blah, blah for these kids, you'll lose your Title IX funding. Uh, you know, that's destroying yeah, our schools. A, fair enough for a public school that is issue. And that's just one of so many things that's happening across this country. Biden policies so that are a, geared towards the 2% federal, of this country. That's a federal policy that has nothing federal to do policies, with- Federal policies, That has nothing to do with the state. So now- But it's we, happening in the state. Okay, but now we understand- this has nothing to do with anything that can be voted on here. That's a Biden thing. So that's it is a, pre- a presidential. So that is a presidential correct. deal. So that has nothing to do with what people can do here. But in a certain, nobody has but to any, some degree it does. Because, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Because you know what? It, it, and I don't remember who it was that said this. It was either Eric. It, it might have been uh, the attorney we talked to sometimes. Somebody said that we have to start bringing things to the state level, even if they're federal. Because there are states out there who said... We're not going to adhere to this, Joe Biden, whether you want this or not. We're not going to do it. Sometimes people have to start standing up. Instead of us saying, okay, let's modify all of our schools to meet the far 2% left, we say we're not going to do it. Why does anyone stand up? It's happening in Washington State right now. Seattle has put together this gun ban law thing, and people in eastern Washington, the sheriffs are saying, this is bullcrap. We're not following this at all. Tabitha, the people that you were bringing up from a school issue, though, those are Democrats who are doing that. Of course they are, but we need to The Democrats are with that. For once, conservatives, get off your butt and do something. So things are starting to happen, Vic. Yes, Uh, they are. Joe Rogan has started his own comedy club that says, you will not be canceled here. I want your dark humor, and I want to go back. And that it's going great. to be tomorrow. We need to get into that tomorrow. It is. It, it's. The, but it's the way of what's happening. It's a you great have, story. You have the Jesus Revolution. What's that new Jesus uh, the film that just Jesus came out? Jesus Revolution. It is literally breaking box office records. You will not see one of them at the Grammys ne- or at the uh, Oscars next year. You have Joe Rogan. No, you op- won't. <laughs> you have Joe Rogan opening up his own comedy club and saying, screw you. And it's going gangbusters right now. 
Mm-hmm. People, this is going to be a new cottage in- industry have being commonsensical Americans. You hope so. I'm telling you. I hope so as well. Please, if there's a way that we can invest in this, do well, it now because it's it going started, to blow up. And it started with Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr is another one. Cancel this. Yes. Her comedy tour or comedy night, cancel this. Um, we'll get into that tomorrow. Also, tomorrow, Eric, I couldn't find people in the banking industry that were really wanting um, to jump in. Gee. And talk about what's going on. But I found a financial advisor we'll have on tomorrow. Good. He's out of Omaha, Nebraska, 15 years in the business. Um, he's in town visiting, so we're going to talk with him about what's going on, what to do, what you should be wary of, because uh, we didn't get into it this morning with everything that's going on. But um, the Dow futures, uh, everything down this morning. When we started the show, it was down about 600 points. I haven't had a chance to look at it. Um, things are not looking good. Yeah, but it was not, up yesterday. Yeah, but now, but it takes time. <laughs> the sometime. banking Moody's bank report yesterday was staggering. Bad. It, it's What's staggering for the United States, and there is a run on banks. Quite so honestly, so it's, we're gonna. It's scary. We're gonna get into that tomorrow. Um, and before we go, Scotty. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify real quick the red and the blue dots. The red is the home of the sex offender. The blue is the work. Oh, of the yeah. Sex oh, offender. okay. Okay. So I can share that map again real quick. Why is it that everybody works downtown? Oh, yeah. It's that's bizarre. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. In the but, city. That, but that is the differentiating point is the red is home and the blue is the work of specific sex offenders. And somebody asked wow. where you could find this, and it looks like it's on the sex offender, uh, sex offender registry. Yep. Missouri State Highway Patrol Sex Offender Registry. Guys, thanks for watching offenders. us today for Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Also, please go check out our website whenever you can. Look at our advertisers, our partners page. Uh, if you're going to get anything, please look at what they offer and let them know. Please let them know. CancelThisShow.com is where you found out about them. They continue to stay. They continue to advertise and help us do what we're doing. You can also donate, canceltheshow.com. Click the donate button or go to the menu button as well. Um, Scotty Gherkin, Lizzie Sparks, thank you. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, I'm Vic Faust. Guys, thanks for jumping in for Cancel This Show today. Uh, We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. Have a great day.